New season's nearly here and the opinions are getting stronger. We've got serious pulling power now. Oh, to get the top two players now. Right? It's like I've been saying, if he settles the squad, we'll be back on top. Only this time we're going for the quad ripple. You are joking, aren't you? The time for talk is nearly over. With over four million pounds in free bet giveaways and huge price boosts, kick off your season with Skybet. That's betting better. Jameson Black Barrel unlocks a richer taste experience from barrels charred black by fire for notes of butterscotch, toasted oak, and, ooh, moments like this. Vinicius Jr. and on to Bellingham. broken. Taking matters into your own hands. Assembling big dreams from the small things. Never stopping until you find the right part at the right price. That's the eBay way. Hello, football fans. This is a smart meter display. It helps you tackle energy usage, manage your spending, and keep you on target. Now that's a hat trick. Search Get a Smart Meter today. Jameson Black Barrel unlocks a richer taste experience from barrels charred black by fire for notes of butterscotch, toasted oak, and, ooh, moments like this. The new season's nearly here and the opinions are getting stronger. We've got serious pulling power now. Oh, to get the top two players now. Right? <laughs> 
It's like I've been saying, if he settles the squad, we'll be back on top. Only this time we're going for the quadruple. You are joking, aren't you? The time for talk is nearly over. With over £4 million in free bet giveaways and huge price boosts, kick off your season with Skybet. That's betting better. <laughs> Vinicius Jr. and on to Bellingham. PlayStation. Scores Wrexham against Colchester United today in a match that Wrexham will look positively towards with that game as well against Newport next Saturday. A chance here to keep the pressure up on the top of the table. Teams around us have been dropping points. Can Wrexham do the opposite and take advantage of two consecutive home matches and go on to really push Stockport at the top of the table? I'm Mark Griffiths and I'm joined by Andy Parkinson, Neil Williams and Shay Long and we will be bringing this game live to you on Wrexham Player. Now, interesting news in the Wrexham side, good news in the Wrexham side is that Owen O'Connell is back and he makes the start and that of course lets Wrexham shuffle things around a bit, put George Evans into the centre of midfield which is uh, certainly a position that he excels in, I mean he's good at centre-back isn't he, but goodness me, when he's playing in that centre midfield position then he really does give a bit of quality and breadth of passing. So the Wrexham side, we've got Mark Howard in goal, in the back we have got Tom O'Connor, Ben Tozer and Owen O'Connell. Our wing-backs, of course, are Jacob Mendy on the right and James McLean on the left in midfield. Evans is joined by Elliot Lee and Andy Cannon and up front Paul Mullen is partnered by Sam Dolby who plays ahead of Ollie Palmer. He was very impressive in that midweek match against Burton Albion, of course. The subs are excellent. Lee McNicholas is the goalkeeper. Anthony Ford is back from injury. And he will play alongside Jordan Davis, Ollie Palmer, Will Boyle, Jake Bickerstaff and James Jones. It's um, great to see O'Connell back. It's great to see Ford back in the squad, at least. And, well, that's... Uh, yeah, very promising. We were promised players to be coming back from injury around this point of the year. And just when it's congested, of course, and fantastically, they are. It's an important time of the season, isn't it, really, mm. over the Christmas period. It can make or break a season. Getting some good results really sets us up for the second half of the season, so it is really good to see these players coming back. Absolutely so. I mean, O'Connell, like I say, it just gives the option, doesn't it, as well, that George Evans can step up now, yeah. which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And George Evans, yeah, I've been a bit down on him at the start of the season, but the last few games his passing has been unbelievable. Yeah, um, a matter, I think, as well, he had so little match practice, he needed the chance to get going, didn't he, really, and actually, you know, so get some minutes under his belt before we could see the best of him, I think. Yeah, and it really sums up a lot of Parkinson's signings. I, the first couple of games I see them, I think, oh, I'm not quite sure, and now I'm thinking, oh, he's really good. Yeah, yeah, George Evans looks like a championship-level player. I've not seen a player of that calibre in that position at Wrexham for a long, long time. Mm. Yeah, he, he really does look classy, doesn't he? 
Although I'm sure that uh, Tom O'Connor will be round your house tonight and have a pop at you for saying that. <laughs> now, as for Colchester, they're having a rough old time of it. Um, but they've only made one change in the side that lost the home last week to Crawley. And that is Noah Chilvers coming in. He's captain. They've had a few, well, a lot of injury issues. And they are right down near the bottom of the table. Uh, their away record's not clever. They've got the worst defence in the division. But they have beaten Gillingham when they were top. And they beat Notts County when they were top. So, to be fair, they've got something in them. Their side lines up as follows. Then Owen Goodwin is in goal. The back three, Zach Mitchell, the right centre-back. Left centre-back is Mandela Egbo. And in the middle, there's a familiar face, Fika Kelleher. On the right-hand side is a wing-back, is William Greenwich. On the left-hand side, Jaden Fevrier. In the middle of midfield, they've got Cameron McGeehan, Arthur Reid and Matt Jay. And then up front, Chilvers is partnered by their top scorer. And to be fair, he's in double figures this season on loan from Luton and doing well. And that is... Joseph Taylor. They're, uh, you're a fan of uh, Callagher, aren't you, Jay? So interesting to see him back at the racecourse. Yeah, it's great to see him back at the racecourse. I, I was a big fan when he played with us. I, I was a little bit good that we released him. But, you know, he's gone on. He's, he's left us. He's played for a few good sides since he's found himself in the Football League. I do think he is probably a Football League level centre-half, in all fairness. And in our first season under the ownership, I think keeping him might have made a big difference in that season where we didn't make it but hey ho, it's all done and dusted now we move on yeah, Callaho was a good solid stopper wasn't he really and if we hadn't been upgrading I think we've probably seen him as a useful player going forwards I was gutted to see him leave if I'm perfectly honest with you I was sorry for him and Field the Sal went at the time mm. but for my money when you see the quality of the players that we managed to replace them with yeah, OK, you can then see the, the logic of it. But Kelleher certainly didn't let us down. Strong, solid central defender. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, now I question whether he'd get in that back three. No. But to be fair, for that first season, I think he would have. It's just that we've grown, so I, I can see where we're going now. Yeah, I... I Short, uh, che was saying before the match about Sean Brisley, you know, whether he was an upgrade on Callahan. I thought probably not, in all honesty. Um, but having said that, you know, we've brought in people like Tozer and Hayden, so to be fair, I think you can see exactly why we upgraded. Yeah, it is an upgrade what we've got now, mm. but for that, you know, it's just sad when you see good players go. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, He's back here today. He's not been playing at the start of the season. He was at Bradford last year. He came here, but then didn't get a game for quite a while. But he's been a regular lately. But it's got to be said, they are very concerned about the amount of goals they're letting. And like I said, they've got the worst defence in the division. And also the nature of the goals. They feel they've been rather sloppy. They got rid of their manager in October. But since coming in, Matty Etherington, he's, he's had a, a, a rough sort of time, to be honest. Uh, he stepped in as caretaker manager and then after one game his old club Crawley claimed he wasn't entitled to unless they got compensation so <laughs> ultimately he's managed to step back in and to be a uh, to, to be the permanent manager but it's not going well for him five losses out of six and yeah he's already been talking legal to this about how he needs results to keep his place at, at the club 
and you've got to say, this looks like a comfortable home one for Wrexham. But you'll see that, Andy. Oh, come on, can't see things like that. Yeah. I knew I was going to get shot down for that. Too right. <laughs> but Colchester have, you know, there's no easy games in this league, and Colchester always have the habit of springing surprises. On paper, this is a game that is very, very winnable. But football's not played on paper. I reckon that's my theory. Make sure you get in touch using the hashtag AskRexon, A-S-K-W-X-N, on Twitter. We've had a lovely time already, we've lots of international fans who've barely come over pre-Christmas to make the most of uh, the opportunity. Uh, oh, we did ask about the special guest, if there was any speculation that you guys had about our special guest here today. Of course, we were told on social media it would be a celebrity bigger than Ryan Reynolds. Could such a thing be possible? I'm going for no. Um, Rocky Robin isn't coming back. What a beautiful thought that is. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, should we tell everybody who the massive celebrity is? Go on. There is no one here. Mm. Well, Ryan Reynolds is here. Yeah. But he's as famous, I would argue, as Ryan Reynolds, not more or less. Mm. Stop me if I'm getting too complicated. So, uh, yeah, I'm afraid. Yeah, all that talk was nonsense. But who would be the big celebrity? Bigger than Ryan Reynolds that we would tolerate? I don't know. I know. On that sort of level, depends if you're going Wrexham or you're going A-list Hollywood. Well, there's only one person bigger than Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here every week. <laughs> Mr. Like, Business and himself. <laughs> Happy days. Right, the teams come out. Wrexham in the usual red shirts, white shorts, white socks. Colchester in a change kit, yellow shirts, blue shorts, blue socks. Chilvers back in the team, captain for Colchester, bending over and clapping enthusiastically as if he was talking to an invisible mascot there, which is always a good sign. He was like captain and seeing things. I feel good about this now. It's certainly a game that we, like I said, I, I, I don't go along with your over-optimism, Andy. I do, though, think that, you know, we, we really have to look to dominate a team that is in this sort of form. Well, you know, if you look at it on paper, Mark, if we don't get all three points today, we're going to be disappointed, aren't we, looking at yeah. the positions of both sides. And, you know, Colchester really struggling defensively. We don't lose here at home, but football's a really funny game, Mark. You can never, ever... You can you can never ever bet against any team, especially no. like Colchester. Football is a crazy mistress. Which way will she point today? I don't know what the heck that means, but it sounds sort of vaguely poetic, so I'm sticking to it. Yeah. And if we did know exactly what was going to happen, we wouldn't be here, we wouldn't be talking about it, and people wouldn't be watching it. Yeah, that's true. No. Sport is so much more <laughs> disappointing when you've read the, what happens at the end of the series, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, terrific noise here, and there'll be more next Saturday, of course, because the temporary stand behind the cop, well, replacing the cop, will be open. It's here now, it looks impressive. It's nice seeing the size of it, you know, it's, it's at least the height of the most of the uh, Macron stand, not that bit in the middle of the Titans, when you think that the new stand will hold over twice as many as that temporary structure will. It's, it's, that's a mouth-watering prospect, but it's great to, to have those seats there and even better next week to have people in them. Yeah. It's very high, isn't it, compared to the cop, because the cop used to go quite a long way back, but it was quite deep, wasn't it, to hold, well, officially in the days long gone, it was 14,000 in the cop, but oh, yeah. Yeah. the times have changed. Yeah. The good old days, eh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had the toss, and Wrexham will be kicking 
towards the... We decided last time it was the cold Stockton Memorial Stand, didn't we? But I don't know if we're going to stick to that. <laughs> the, the temporary structure, anyway, yeah. behind the goal. It's surely going to get a sponsorship at some stage, I thought, even just for the yeah. season. Well, I mean, the fantastic thing about it, regardless of whether we do that or not, is that we will make a loss on that stand, even if we fill it out every game, which I'm sure we will, which I think is a, a, a real example of the sort of decisions you should be making if you own a football club. I think that's brilliant. But anyway, we're about to get things underway here at the racecourse. Colchester United kicking towards the Stoke Cold Brew Coffee stand. As the referee just checks his watch. Ollie Yates it is. He was in charge as, as Colchester get underway. And Clipper keeps one for the look of a tailor, which doesn't work. Solid touch, gets the ball away. But Mendy's lost it, Chilvers now poking it down the line. Level the edge of the box, chance for a cross to come in, nice little pass instead into midfield, it's sloppy, ball given straight to Cannon who helps it onto Dolby, only Mullins ahead of him, Dolby on the right flank, surrounded by opponents as well, finds Cannon first time there after Mendy is nice and Wrexham have got control of the ball now. So they pushed up early Colchester and tried to press us initially, interestingly, lots of talk that they're young but naive, or we, we'll take both of those please. Yeah, indeed. Here's Lee in the halfway line, his birthday today. And he's nice work by him until he runs out of pitch. Shame as well because he'd worked a nice position to play a 1-2 at McLean too, but throw to Colchester on the halfway line. Yeah, Wrexham so frustrated last Saturday but again getting called off. I got as far as Kidderminster. Ball thrown in. It's not all about me, but yeah it is, isn't it? Taylor beaten in the air by Tozer. McLean spins arm, this is his kick. Right in front of the Colchester fans, we love that, throw into Colchester. That's 30 yards out. It's a, it's a lively start by Colchester, to be fair, I think they're doing mm. the right thing to come at us. They are, although Cannon nearly nicked the ball from the throw-in, and that would have been the second time he'd have been in position perhaps to spring a break on them. But yeah, they're, they're positive, they poke the ball down the flank of O'Connor, will get across, he has to knock it out of play though. Throw into Colchester. That's the right thing to do against yeah. us, I think. If you, if you sit back, it invites the pressure then, doesn't it? 100%. Um, they've changed their shape a bit as well. We talk about that Lee intercepts in the throw. Does well to find Muller. Muller does well to find Dolby. He's muscled off the ball. Lee with the tackle. And then a tremendous block by McLean. Gets the crowd roused. Throwing the halfway line. Colchester have altered things around a bit. They've been playing previously with Jaden Fevrier, who's a striker, as a left wing back. But he's been drifting around high up the pitch. So, Burton, remember played a new formation against us, caught us out and they scored it after 23 seconds and maybe we're just bedding in and just getting used to what Colchester are doing to us here. As the ball is over on the left hand side with Colchester. Helped on to the halfway and Wrexham press up at that point and Colchester have to recirculate it once more. Ball fed back, it's a ball back, Basel Mullen can't quite get to it. Fika Keller here there. Just trying to chip in with another assist for Wrexham. He got a couple in his time here. And then a poor turn by Fevrier gives Wrexham a throw in on the halfway line. Kelleher, who in his spell here scored against Dover and then the game was expunged, so his only goal for Wrexham never actually happened. Oh, wow. I remember there's a cute little backflip from a, a set piece. We saw it, Shane, we were here. Yes, we did, didn't we? Yeah. But it didn't happen. <laughs> Ooh, Elliot lead as well to get to McLean's throw, which has had a bit too much on it. 
helps of O'Connell. Good ball by O'Connell. Cannon. Great awareness quickly on Mendy. Right hand side. Wrexham's first real attack. Runs into trouble. Greenwich tackles him. Throwing to Wrexham. 25 yards out. Toza is interested. Mendy hanging on to the ball for him. And the centre back swell. O'Connell starts to make his way up. He's absolutely unrecognisable, O'Connell. I had to stop for a minute to make sure it was him. Loads of hair on top. And the facial fuzz seems to be gone. Toza with a long throw deep in the six box. Helped on. Lee hits it. It's blocked. Lee again. That's the score. Persistence from Elliot Lee. Happy birthday, Mr. Lee. His first shot blocks. It comes back out. Right footed finish from close range. They didn't deal with Toza's throw. And Rexham's first foul pressure leads to a goal against the division's leakiest defence. Well, you can see why they had a le leakiest defence. That was not very good defending there. But Rexham fans will be delighted for the goal early on. Well done, Elliot Lee. Yeah, we'll certainly take a goal at this stage. But to be honest, it was very, very easy for Rexham. It certainly was. Lee got two. Bites at the cherry as well, and the second one hit the back of the net. So Lee back on scoring meet ways, and Wrexham have got exactly the start that we want ahead in the fifth minute. So Colchester, what response have they got to this? As Lee now is pressuring. Yeah, Colchester, you said, Jay, had a, a decent enough start. Just trying to take the game through. First time we come forward, so he scores. Lee is. Penalise. That's a little harsh, I think. I mean, we're right on top of that one. For me, Lee comes across and looks to block a clearance over the top rather than he does make man. good contact with the man as well. Though, does well, I'd say egg ball followed through. But no, I, I would have, I would have said that was a foul for me personally. Fair play. Ball goes back to the keeper. Mullin is chasing again. His pass out has to be launched quickly at the pitch. And Rexon have it back. Rexon's pressing, bringing results. Toes it quickly to Lee. He looks outside, but McLean's already gone up the pitch as part of that last attack so he's not available Lee picks it up again in the quarterback position looking around for movement doesn't fancy it Evans does and he stands a big looping switch for Mendy that's a beauty and Mendy's first touch takes him inside his man ah, and luckily his second touch a bit heavy he's dispossessed and now Colchester will look to bring themselves back out again ball over the top is a nice idea by Jay but O'Connor is on the chase February trying to use his pace as well wins a throw by the corner flag but February playing on the right is high up the pitch and he's really looking to get at Wrexham isn't he? Yeah, February did very well to make that, I thought that was going to be Connor's ball but it wasn't So throw it by the corner flag Egbo will take throws it back into midfield uh, the centre back Mitchell plays it back down the line, Egbo with a chance maybe to take on O'Connor on the right flank shifts onto his right foot, Connell sold himself but it's ball cross, Toza volleys it clear, Dolby does well, lays it off nicely, Lee can't see the pass forward so the referee rightly gives Dolby a free kick, he tries to play advantage and Swetsum starts again, short free kick as you can understand, Swetsum fans in excellent voice O'Connor under pressure from a sloppy pass by McLean deals with it it makes such a big difference when that other stand is open when this is happening when we're 1-0 up. Can you imagine? Yeah, it's going to be a right racket. Here's Chilvers dropping off into midfield again, forced back into his own half. <laughs> Kelleher, neat little return pass to a skipper. Colchester just trying to move it around in midfield, looking for space, looking for options. McGeehan, 
down the line again to Egbo, who's looking to support Fevrier on the right-hand side. And in the end, it goes back to the keeper, Goodman. And fair play, Colchester looking to move it around at the back, trying to play football. Kelleher now comes striding to the halfway line, Mullin with him all the way. And Kelleher has to dump the ball off, gets a return pass in midfield though. But back to goal, it is a sensible thing, it just retains possession. The thought of the big diagonal there, but it isn't played in the end, and Colchester again is building patiently on the left. Wrexham happy to allow them that, about 40 yards out. Reed in midfield, just dropping off and trying to link play up as he makes himself available between the lines. The ball isn't passed to him, instead McGeehan has it and helps it quickly out to the right. Fevry again, this time running up McLean, left the edge of the area. Comes back inside, Egbo, back to Fevry. He's got two men to beat, tries to step over, doesn't work. McLean, very cool, takes it from him, finds Lee. Lee plays the ball back to McLean, and that's the smartest idea, and his clearance blocked and lands in the end on the roof of the net. Howard in control of that, but fair play to Colchester with some really nice passing then, but again, then they're not creating chances from their nice pass passing, are they, so yeah, far? Yeah. They were nowhere near the 18-yard box, really. They weren't putting pressure on Wrexham. And Wrexham are happy to uh, draw him into traps and hit them early. Good ball by O'Connor over the top. Mullen won't get there, though. Just not quite enough on it. It's a loose header, though, and it's a good job for Colchester that their ball managed to read that. Kelleher's lost it in his penalty area. Oh, very poor from Gallagher, really poor touch, and Dorby read it and just won the corner. I mean, for me, you just got to be putting that in Rosette, haven't you? Getting, getting, da getting the danger away. Oh, yeah. from where he was, he could have played it left-footed up the pitch a bit, but, you know, it's just disastrous, given Col Colchester's performance from the last high ball. You know, I mean, they, they've been told to play it out from the back, so fair enough. But there are still times, even when you're playing that, you've got to get rid of it, and he didn't. And as a result, McLean is going to whip this in now. Swept flat, I miss it. Chilvers clears easily. Manjou Rex will keep the pressure on as Cannon retrieves. Mendy's in support. Cannon decides to go back to Howard. And Howard quickly helps it on to George Evans. Colchester committed two men to the Wrexham half, but neither of them were going to put much pressure. And Mendy's got lots of time to turn. Evans now, great run by Lee from left to right. Evans doesn't fancy it. Wrexham fans... Sweet. The gasping a score or something then. This cannon helps it on. Inaccurate pass though. Colchester will look to bring it away. And the ball is laid off by Jay. Yeah, the crowd had a funny reaction. Were they just hoping Evans would play the early pass? Because the whole crowd seemed to gasp then. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sure what for. It certainly wasn't such a huge error. <laughs> you know, yeah. He kept hold of the ball yeah. and kept Wrexham with the ball. And that's got to be part of the point, is not it? Yeah. As Fevrier tries the ball over the top, McLean blocks it throw just inside Wrexham's half, right-hand side. Jay in midfield has been quite lively at the moment in the centre of the pitch. He'll have an interesting opinions, I'm sure, on the referee today, Ollie Yates. Colchester lost 5-0 to Forest Green a month ago, and Jay got sent off by this ref in that match. He was Colchester again, so yeah, very happy with possession, moving it around, the patience. It's waiting for Wrexham to drop our position for Wrexham. Look very comfortable with this. Now it's a 50 50 here, and O'Connor can't stop the run coming forward. Chance for the shot, edge of the day, good block by O'Connor. O'Cannon mishits his clearance, but he gets it about 20 yards away. Then Dolby, does he foul his man? Ref says no. Ref gives it to Wrexham. Handball, he's saying. Well, blind side of us, I didn't see that coming at all, but no, I we'll take it. Dolby pushed him in the back, but 
Yeah, yeah, me too. So Wrexham getting a free kick and take it quickly. And Dolby wants to chip over the top. Lee obliges. That's a great ball. Dolby on the left half, holding off his man. McLean's in support and marked. McLean gets it. Only one man in the box, but he sweeps it in towards Mullen. Oh, the two centre backs go for the same ball. They get lucky that it doesn't drop to Mullen. And then equally lucky when Dolby wins the second ball in the air. Couldn't where it falls, but a quick one too. Lee to Dolby. Ah, return pass doesn't find him. Lee's first time ball to Derby was just a little bit behind him. But Evans and Lee's bond too is brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, it's tremendous play, and it's just a pity the, the return from Dolby didn't quite get to Lee, it would have been amazing that. Bus Tales Annie is predicting a goal every five minutes, 18 goal thriller, I'll take that. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have to get them quickly though, to keep, the, yeah, keep we'd that rhythm up. That's two in four minutes from my counting. We can do it, don't worry, we've done it before, we'll do it again. Here's Colchester building up. In the 60s, we played Colchester, went behind early on and were 4-1 up after a quarter of an hour. Ray Smith scored a hat-trick, and it's the equal quickest hat-trick any Wrexham players ever scored. Eight minutes, not bad. Lots of nuts stuff has happened when Colchester played here, actually. I might do a rundown later on. Yeah. Time. <laughs> Here's now Kelleher at the back for Colchester, 1-0 down already. Wrexham looking very controlled at the moment. Colchester again looking to just draw Wrexham out. Mullen again allows it close to the keeper. That's a good pass by the keeper. He's very close to giving it to Mullen. And Lee nearly anticipated and put a bit of pressure on the recipient as it is. Wrexham are now starting to press. That's good work by Agbo to turn away from McLean and burst down the pitch. Now McLean's trying to get back to him, but he's spread out wide. February again up against O'Connor. It's interesting little battle is he shapes, shapes twice to go inside, then beats O'Connor brilliantly. Can he get the shot off? He does. Good save by Howard Low to his left. But there's a warning shot. February is all under lively. He's beat O'Connor a couple of times, and that was decisive and impressive. He'd be disappointed with that shot. Yeah, he, he was quite an easy save for Howard in goal, to be fair. But he's a brilliant burst of pace to get past um, O'Connor to get there. Well, look, McLean had time to double up, didn't he, as well? Yeah, yeah. And he just drove between the two, having pretended <laughs> shapes to do that twice. He then obliged. It was a great burst by him. Very unlucky. A sharp save by Howard Lotus left. McLean over the top, who oh, intercepted. Mullen again getting it behind the defence. As it's hacked away, did it go out of play? No, it didn't. In midfield, calm header away by O'Connor. But Colchester have it again and come over the halfway line. Neat little pass inside to Jay, who pops it off to the very dangerous looking February. And he helps it on Greenwich now on the left hand side, taking on Mendy, 30 yards out. Colchester just uh, sending a little message at this opening. They're starting to boss the game actually. You know, Rexham really need to get hold of the ball and you know, turn the pressure the other way. Here's Callagher working out wide once more. And Dave wants to find space for Jake and drive towards the edge of the area. He's got movement ahead of him. Taylor, he finds Taylor, and that's another good save by Howard. It was a very difficult finish for Howard, a tight angle, but nonetheless, he had to come out and make that save. And well, Wrexham maybe just need to sharpen themselves up a little yeah, bit here. This is an excellent spell by Colchester. Mm. Plays really nice, easy on the eye football. And February again, right in the middle of it. So, corner, short options on, but it's not going to be used, and instead it's, well, it's played to a different short option, Chilvers works it back, Jay, from a tight angle, drills it through, good hands by Howard, striker tried to get across the front of him, 
Okay, we had a wake-up call. We better start acting on it. Yeah, we need to get the ball down and just start playing football a bit more. So, Wrexham moving it around at the back. Fans having just a little bit impatient, which <laughs> you don't normally get the reasons. But Colchester just shown there that they've got something about them. Here's O'Connor now into the centre of the pitch. O'Connor once more. Cannon now in midfield. 16th minute. Wrexham winning 1-0. Mendy on the halfway line. And Colchester just keeping their shape, not really putting too much pressure on the ball. And Wrexham being patient. Nice little switch by O'Connell, and O'Connor has it now on the edge of the area and can drive forwards. Mullen is always on the shoulder of that last defender, and again that ball's played, and the defender just about blocks it. Headed on by Lee, Dolby helps it back to Lee, it's tight in there, but they managed to keep it going. And then in the end, just a bit too much, Mullen can't control the ball, hit towards his chest. Comes back in, no Dolby in the box, flicks it on behind Lee. McLean can't quite get it on the edge of the area. Good touch by Jay to work it wide. February can't quite control it, throws to Wrexham. It's tight in there, but we're looking to really work our way through acute little bases. The other thing that I can't help thinking is that we're constantly looking to dink that ball over the top to try and feed Mullen in behind Mitchell. And he, three times now, he's had to stretch to deal with it in the air. Mitchell, you feel that eventually that's going to work. McLean told to get on with it, throws towards the edge of the area, Dolby, good flick on, Mullen, spins away from Mitchell, well, Dolby's outside him, can't find him, goes back to Evans instead, sensible I think, and now here's O'Connell with a little bit of space, punches the ball out wide to Mendy, 30 yards out, Wrexham building patiently once more, O'Connell lifts it, that's a key idea, intercepted before he gets through to Dolby, and the second header helps it a bit further on, Wrexham now having to bring the ball back under control in the middle of the pitch, good strength by O'Connell, but eventually Jay gets past him, and a chance now for a breakaway down the left. Chilvers only has Taylor in the middle. Good movement by Taylor. Dreadful cross by Chilvers. Taylor, nice movement then, just a zigzag between his men. And then Chilvers stuck it in the away end. <laughs> Dreadful cross. Yeah, yeah, a bit more accuracy and Wrexham would have been struggling a bit more, but it's quite pleasing to watch it drift into the away end. I'd like yeah. to see Wrexham just get their foot on the ball a bit and not pack. They'll always look for killer passes, just play it around, get hold of the possession for a little bit. Yeah, but we, we seem quite happy to sit off and just yeah. pick them off on the break. And to be fair, I'm okay with that. And we're good at it, and we, we look like we're really getting at them every time we come forwards. But to be fair, I think Colchester are mm. carving chances now. Yeah. Kelher beats Mellon in the air. Keeps idea by Dolby. Try and find Mullen again. It doesn't quite stick for him. Mitchell was holding on to Mullen like it was the end of the world when the ball's in the air, but he got let go before the rest spotted it. Now here is Mitchell. So yeah, Colchester has gone to a four in midfield to try and catch us out. This is the ball in midfield lead as well to get ahead in Cannon. Over the top, give Dolby something to fight for. He does well to win it, but he can't find McLean. O'Connor as well, or leans over February to win it back. Now Wrexham moving it snappily in midfield until Lee. Well, misplaces a pass, but it's okay. It's gone back to Howard, and Wrexham can build from the back again. God, the first 90 minutes have gone by so quickly. Yeah, I didn't think Lee meant to play that pass. But... No, I think he was looking for a toes, wasn't he? Yeah. Here's Lee on the halfway line now. Good run being made by Dolby. Chipped in again. Mitchell's able to get there first. They're really looking to play it in behind him. As Rex now pressing and put pressure on in the Colchester half. Feverid as well to hold on to it under pressure from O'Connor. But it's a Rex and throw just inside the Colchester half. O'Connor down the line. Touched on now by Dolby. Now Mullen won't get there. Handball given harshly, I think, against him there. No, that wasn't, that wasn't a handball for me. Yeah. 
he puts his arms tight into his sides as if you know and I think the ref thought he did that to control the ball but he was just doing it to keep his balance I thought yeah. by the way like I said so many fantastic uh, international fans already have been here oh Evans goes through the back of his man he'll get a card for that yeah rightly so rightly so that was dreadful that was daft. I mean, okay, he's he's looking to get up the wall back high up the pitch, but he's gone right through the back of his man there, Reed. And there's only one possible outcome for that, wasn't there? Yeah. Well, I say, I say only one. I mean, the referee could have been a bit harsher on that. Really, well, I, he was later and out through the back of him. He, that could be a, that could be a red. To be fair, yeah, I think it would be a soft red, but you could see it. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was an orange card, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was unnecessary, and he wasn't in control of his slide. Mm. Uh, you wouldn't want him running a children's party, would you? <laughs> so, goalkeeper Goodwin will take Goodwin rather will take the kick, and it's inaccurate. Throws a right by the corner flag. Yeah, the international fans are great. I want to say hello to Sue from Alberta because. Uh, a better half who was here today. I hate saying things like better half and everyone was saying it then. I don't I can't judge. I don't wanna I don't wanna adjudicate in that relationship. Toza throwing for distance towards the halfway line. Dorby does well to help it on. Mullen does well to kill it and turn. Mitchell's equally done well just to squeeze it himself between Mullen and the ball and nick the ball away. As Jason on our scratch and was saying can someone remind me why there are seats are uh, covered at every match segregation stop trouble basically um now I, I, i'm not saying that colchester were renowned troublemakers at all but nonetheless you know you're getting a couple of hundred people coming to away games you, you never know what might happen as cannon intercepts on midfield through to colchester so yeah it's a uh, uh, each ground will have its own regulations and there's an external body that will determine what safety measures should be taken. So, yeah, they'll they'll say how many seats have to be covered, and that's that really. For certain sets of fans, obviously that bottom bit is uncovered and they can use it. Yeah, exactly. So, when you get small amounts of crowds as well coming in, but anyway, Colchester moving it around extremely. Patiently, Triftick says you can see what two or three in the temporary stand. Well, we reckon they're ball boys, are they? Must be, must be. Yeah, it's, it's very Colchester just really happy to try and soak the atmosphere out of this, moving it around patiently. Wrexham quite happy until Mullen there triggers the press and it forces a poor clearance. Lido his touch lets him down. Good tackle in midfield by McGeehan. And Colchester have conceded the throw in 10 yards into their own territory. Left hand side, actually, we're stealing a few yards there, aren't we? The referee says that's enough. Well, it's, it's he's stolen some of the yards. We get Tozer involved in this, not we? Yeah, I was going to say that's almost Tozer range. And Sen McLean takes it, gets it back, hooks it in. Dolby's scrapping, loose ball. Kelleher, I assume, knows there was no Wrexham player beyond him and heads back to keep it. Notwithstanding the drumming, though, the atmosphere has been killed by Colchester's domination of the ball, isn't it? Here's Reed driving forwards off a nice pass by Jay. He's got Greenwich outside him. Decides to go the other way though and brings in the right back. So Egbo tries a real 
cross with a bit of spaz on it and it's poor, Tools gets rid of it easily. Here he is again on the same part of the bench, well, we'll try that again, I suspect not. Yeah, he lets McGeehan take over this time. Maximo again, <clears throat> good shape. In the end, sorry about that, McGeehan. Something with Rose. Chilvers <clears throat> spreading it to McGeehan. He's got options outside, 35 yards out. Sweeps in the cross, that's a poor one again. Their final ball, <clears throat> apart from that pass by February for Taylor, has been poor. Yeah. They need to find a bit of quality in the last third of the field if they're going to damage Wrexham. And then Mendy, encouraged by the Macron stand to get forwards. He gives it to Cannon, still in midfield, McLean wants the switch. Cannon doesn't oblige, back to O'Connor, and now McLean be drawn in on the halfway line. Wrexham was looking to pull Colchester out. And Jay and February certainly are working hard to try and press the ball, but no one else is joining in. So Toza decides to dink it in between the lines. Mullen helps on well. Dolby helps it wide. Cannon, great first time touch again. Mendy's got three players attacking the box. And Cannon hanging off of the pullback. He beats his man. Greenwich chops it in. Good header by Keller. Cannon drills it. Good block. McLean slices it horribly wide. In fact, Mendy can challenge for that shot. And Wrexham win it back. Cannon and again. Good first touch. Taking on Greenwich. Sweeps in the cross. That's a great ball. McLean jumps. Headed towards goal. Mullen can't get there. Should be pulled, but it didn't affect him, did it? No, I, I was looking at his bit of a shirt pull, but I don't think Mullen was anywhere near the ball to really make a difference. Yeah, but three efforts of uh, chances have a go at goal as tools that ties these things up nicely at the back and wrecks some goal once more. McLean's volley was one of those that either breaks the net or looks a bit silly, and I'm afraid <laughs> that one looked a bit silly. <laughs> it was a lovely pass at the edge of the box. Toza to Dolby, Eugene Lines again, pulled back, holds on to it well. Ref plays advantage. McLean now has got the two strikers in the area. He takes on his man, pulls it back to Lee again. 25 yards out, crosses, too strong. Straight behind for the goal kick. Good to see us in that little spell, though, because we haven't really got the rhythm going properly, yes, have we? No, we've had a couple of nice touches, but we haven't really had a run of five minutes of really good pressure we just pass our best wishes as well onto one of the ask Wrexham regulars Roy Cuffins having a bit of a hard time at the moment and we're all thinking of you mate don't you worry as Wrexham will gain the ball back here toes it nods it down doesn't find Jay but he miscontrols it now can Cannon he's looked very impressive so far start something well Evans is off here. Off, yeah, he's off. Cannon played it to him. He's got it to straight red as well, rather than just a, a second yellow. Well, I think he, rightly so, to be honest. Yeah, uh, it looked like a red from where I was sitting. But that changes the dynamic of the game massively. Yeah, it's something Wrexham could have done with them. That's very disappointing. That's two reckless challenges in this half, isn't it? Yeah. And rightly so, deserves to go off for me. Yeah, absolutely. The first one, like you said, was sort of an orange, and he's already on a yellow. Mm. But. But the pass into him was in a tight area, his touch wasn't the best, mm. and he lunged in after it, went in studs up. And, uh, and I think you yeah. can tell by the lack of anger from the Wrexham home fans, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the right decision, unfortunately, for Wrexham. It's going to be a hell of a tough game now. Mm. Yeah, well, so Evans sent off. And a straight red as well, it wasn't yeah. just another yellow, it was a, his reckless mm. dive in. Uh, I don't see why he did it as well, because... Of, you know, the ball wasn't going anywhere, it wasn't yeah. a last-ditch challenge or anything, it was just a bit daft, really. 100% Will Boyle is being sent to warm up now. And let's see, and Jake Pickerstaff. So let's see what happens. Yeah. We'll have to rearrange, you'd assume. 
Cannon slotting into the middle of midfield, possibly. I don't know, but mm. anyway, here's the free kick into the box. Dolby coming back as well to head back clear. McLean now on the edge of the box, takes the touch, launches it away. Nobody up there, of course. Wrecks him a man down, and so plenty of time for Egbo to way of what he's going to do next, Wrestling just sitting back in, Mullin has gone into midfield, Dolby on his own up front for the moment at least, and Colchester, oh, they've got to see this as a hell of an opportunity, haven't they? Yeah. And they've been the better side for a good chunk of this half, haven't they, to be fair to them, so they, uh, they're really the happy with that decision. McLean catches his man. Again, I would argue that was a foul. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Like I say, this referee copped a lot of stick about five weeks ago from Colchester for his officiating in the Forest Green game. They lost 5 0. But um, there's no sense of evening it up there. He just, <laughs> it was, well, they were both possible reds. Yeah. We would have put, mm. if, if it were action players making the. Now Connor's in trouble here as the cross comes in, toes it as well to intercept. Now Connor was it clear. But McGeehan did him for pace there. It's not the best clearance by O'Connor. It comes back in, Toza clears again, and Wrexham at the moment are really stuck in their half and struggling to get a hold of the ball. Mullen was trying to encourage Wrexham, when we got the ball to get up the pitch. But at the moment, well, we, we need to press a reset button here and think about what we're looking to do. As February now on the right will look to take on McLean. He jockeys him to the edge of the area, and he's pulled it back. Still no rush with Colchester. Good run across the back, though, and oh. Tozer's let his man go free. Pulled across the face, good interception by Tozer. Great run now by Chilvers, spotted. And it's cleared, Dolby can't hold her up, and Wrexham are really in trouble here. McLean, great challenge, though. Dolby drives forwards, nothing ahead of him. He does, oh, he's unlucky, knocks it off his man, tries to get the throw, doesn't quite go out, though. And McLean had charged at the pitch and lunged in, and committed themselves to Colchester men over for the moment. Here it is, Fevrier, poking a poor pass, Cannon gets there as well, doesn't just get rid of it either, he's calm in the end, he puts it off the pitch and turns around and says to his teammates, where were you all? Tozer is roaring at the crowd to tell the Stoke Cobru stand to get behind the team. And I think he's right, the fans yeah. need to pick up the atmosphere here. Yeah. I think Cannon was right to do that, just like nothing on, let's just put the ball out and try and reset a bit. Exactly, Wrexham do need to reset here, this does not look right. Yeah. Wrexham have done pretty well under Parkinson with 10 men, but at the moment we're looking, well, you know, it's difficult to adjust. We were allowing the ball, now we're still allowing the ball, but the problem is that we've got a player short and we're struggling to keep the ball when we have it, or break effectively. Because yeah. Mullen's gone into that wide right midfield position and Cannes come into the middle, yeah. so it's created a mm. bit of space up front for them. They're finding space in Wrexham's halves as well, come clean. Trying to help it on, Taylor, good pace to pick it up, he sweeps across at the far post. And it's Mullen back there defending, doesn't win it, drops loose, Reeves, great tackle by Cannon. He can't play early, but he holds on to it intelligently, now Mullen burst down the right, only Dolby's kept up with him. Lee's trying to get up there too, Mullen isolated, Mendy comes in, Mendy beats his man. Good ball to defeat of Dolby, who pokes it wide to Mendy behind him, and Mendy does well to hold on to the ball under pressure. He'll have to play it backwards, but that's better. Wrexham and Colchester's half for the first time since that Red cars. O'Connor out wide to McLean. Only Dolby ahead of him. Wrexham, I think, are going to be happy with a bit of passive possession here, just to just try and calm things down. Like you said, reset. The fans sounding impatient, but I think this is sensible at the moment, as long as it doesn't become pointless. Yeah, we are one goal up after all. Let's yeah. just calm it down and keep the ball for a moment or two. 
Dolby's calling for it. Yeah, but there's no one really near him is the problem. It is played to him. McLean is looking for the fleck. Dolby does well to take in the chest. Seems he may have been fouled. Ref doesn't give it. Lee with a good tackle. Egbo with a misheader. And he gets away with it. Second time lucky. Finds a teammate. That's a good give and go by February. He's bursting down the right. Jay finds him. Now then, he's only got Taylor in the middle again. Taylor, good movement in the box. Tries to attack the post. February doesn't deliver yet, though. He swings it across. It's headed partly away. Reed heads it back in the goal map. Mendy pokes it clear. Greenwich now. Feeds into the edge of the D. Chilvers chance to shoot, perhaps. On his right foot. Hits it! Just wide. I think Howard might have had it covered. But that was a great strike. And we got a scrap on our hands here. This is a game. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting now. They're going to be finding space there in centre. But yeah, I think Wrexham over committed to going forward, then they should have slowed it down a bit. And then, you know, McLean charging forward, he should have really stopped and said, Hang on, their outlet is Faraday, so let's just concentrate on keeping him under yeah. control. Yeah, he's been excellent this half, hasn't he? To be fair, Faraday, I'm really impressed with him. He has been. I think he could have put that cross on earlier, though, because Taylor was his movement in the box is tremendous. He buzzes around, loses players. And uh, an early ball in, Matt Weller led to a second goal, as there is. McLean wins a good header from the goal kick, but we're not going to get to the second balls because we're a man down. And launching it just by Dolby by himself is never going to work, I think. He's just not going to strong enough to hold it up just by himself. Yeah, he's going to have to really fight to hold that off, isn't he? Here again is Agbo, having a good time coming forwards. That's an awful pass by him. February's done well to be alert and keep the ball for Colchester. Those stats figures are going to be interesting. Let's see, we are now Colchester moving it around patiently, and again, Rax's midfield dropping off quite deep. The defence isn't, it's a mid block. And Rex are just, as we often do, just saying, Can you pass your way through us? Mm. Reed works it right over to the left hand side. Chilvers again, he's got Greenwich ahead of him. He's Forcing Mullen back further and further, sweeps a good ball across to Fevrier, lets it under his foot, really sloppy, he's got great pace, but he still can't keep that in. But that's a relief for Exxon because we really, our concentration's getting tested here. Yeah, and there was an overlap there, um, Colchester had an extra man on the far side, so Cannon called somebody back in, but nobody came back in, so there was a man free in the box, so Fevrier actually controlled that, there's trouble. Anthony Phoenix, I think, sums up nicely about Evans. Two silly challenges, but the game's still there to be won. If we play the right game, their defence looked dodgy at, at times. Yeah, 100% agree. I do think, though, we've got to look at a way to, to bring that ball out from the back one we append in and actually exploit that defence. <laughs> we haven't tested the keeper, have we, since, mm. since the goal, really? Yeah. Uh, it's whether we go to a back four and pull off one of the, the wing-backs. I suspect that might happen soon, and then that would allow Bicklestaff to come on. Yeah, I, I don't know how, how bold is Parkinson feeling, though. I'm, I'm not sure about We're still, we're we still one that. up, aren't we? Yeah, bold. Colchester, much too strong. Howard lets it roll for the goal kick. Th though Colchester are playing well, they aren't creating clear-cut chances yeah. after clear-cut chances, are they? So, for me, the, the thing is that that back three with wing-backs needs to really be a back five, I would say now. The full-backs have to sit in. And, and that brings your idea into play there, Andy. I've got too many players at the back. But that does free the midfielders maybe just to, you know, get a bit higher at the pitch, perhaps. Long goal kick and Dolby can't get to it. The crowd and players shout for a free kick. And it's a bit of after it's between Egbo and, and McLean. I'd say that should have been a buckable offence, really, from McLean. 
Yeah. So I think McQueen should have been booked, but I also get the point he's a bit angry. The player came in and pushed him. But he's given McLean a warning. Tools that was asked to step in as well. Was like some captain and <coughs> mediate. McLean's not happy. Yeah, has been spoken to as well. They were the two players who went toe to toe. I agree, but I think McLean should be bucked there for the shoulder yeah. strike on Fevy. You've got to be careful. If we go down to nine men, it'll be a huge yeah. struggle. <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. It was careless, a bit more yeah. on it, and it could have been another red for Wrexham. I thought Andy just read my mind then. Oh, hang on a sec, danger here. Chilvers are a good dummy. Greenwich accelerating forwards, Mendy's on well to get back, but he's allowed Greenwich space. Hits a shot in the edge area, well wide. Cool corner given. Yep. Players aren't complaining. The fans are. Mm. Uh, when you said careless, I thought you said Carlos because I was just thinking we have gone down to nine against Colchester in the past. Mm -hmm. 2003 or 2004 is struggling. Was that Carlos Edwards? And Carlos Edwards with losing one 0 against nine men, and Carlos Edwards gets the ball, runs the length of the pitch, and scores. And then here's Reed working it wide to the left hand side. Let's not have that happen, though, eh, guys? Mm. Ten's bad enough. Lee then standing up to his man Jay. He does well to whip a good crossing, good header away. Keller looking to get to that long range shot driven in, and it hits the Colchester man. Luckily for Exxon, Taylor blocking it. Crossing once more, Toza, who made the block, gets it, uh, the header away from under the bar a moment ago. Gets it away, and then a poor ball in, and Rex a good break here. Mullen to the middle, Dorby herring ahead of him. Mullen crossing the halfway line, he's overhit that. Oh, it's a hard tackle on him. I tell you what, it was a good tackle. If he'd not got the ball, he'd have been off as well. The defender left. Off the ground and now Colchester bursting forwards. Greenwich left side the box. Chance to shoot instead. Dreadful pass and Cannon intercepts and put out play. Mullen that heavy touch, but that defender left the ground then won the ball cleanly. If he made any contact on Mullen, he'd have to be off. Yeah, wow. Reckless double footed challenge to get to the ball, but as you say, he got the ball, so he's okay. But if he had missed, that would be a disaster. Lovely skill by Jay gets past Mullen into the box, but Mendy gets in with a good challenge. There's an argument here for saying. Mullen in midfield is not going to cover those sort of runs as well. He'll try to, but he can't stand up to a player and stop him as much as he'd like. As now McLean has gone in late again. Goodness, mate. Well, he does get the yellow now. He's just been warned. He dives in like that, takes February out. That's silly. Yeah, Ferguson is complaining at the ref, I think, but he should really be complaining at McLean and saying, yeah. What are you doing? We're down to one, down one man. What are you doing? Challenging like that. Because he was going away from goal, it was fairly harmless position. He's got enough on his plates at the moment, Parkinson. He doesn't need to have his senior player making him have to make a decision whether he needs to bring him off because he thinks he's going to get sent off before half time, does he? He doesn't need that. His coaches then building patiently again, 38th minute already. Ball fed in towards Reed, who pops it off as Lee puts him under pressure. That goal feels a long time ago. Kelleher. In space on the left because Rexham are dropping off and Dolby is now looking to just patrol about 30 yards out as the centre-backs exchange passes. Reed now 30 yards out himself from Rexham's goal, pulls it back to Keller once more, he sets himself, he's gone on into the box as he works out wide to Greenwich, so there's an extra man in the area now and it's a big man, Greenwich gets past Mendy, great tackle, super tackle by Mendy. Kelleher was asking for a penalty, he but he never right. He had to time that right, though, Mendy, and it was an excellent challenge. Oh, absolutely. You can give a penalty away easier, can't you? 
Short corner taken. Good tackle by Lee. And he'll get to the loose ball. But even though he's 10 yards out, there's no one ahead of him. Now players are making runs for him. But it's a poor pass down the line. Mullen has no chance of getting there. And now Colchester can build down the left here. There's Wrexham exposed. Overhead pass towards Jay, though. Throws to Wrexham out of the edge of the area. It's Colchester being careless with the ball that's giving Wrexham a chance yeah. here. That was really poor. Oh, yeah. When Lee was trying to break out there, there wasn't much on for him, so I'm not surprised Colchester got the ball back. But, oh, Colchester got the opportunity here. I, I'd be very tempted to stick James Jones on at half-time. Mm, yeah, I mean, you're going to get left. enough energy out yeah, of him, aren't you? That, I think that's what we need. Yeah, yeah you are going to have to sacrifice either Mullen or one of the wing-backs, mm. I think. Throwing taken by Colchester, actually when it backed it, toes are over the top and no one's up there. The fans grown, but there's not much else Toza can do in that situation, really, and the ball's dropping on the volley. Because Mullen is playing in that right side, there's nothing to aim for up front a bit more. Yeah, exactly. And Dolby is feeling the need to drop off a bit too, isn't it? Is here now again is Fevrier on the right, feeding it out wide. Egbo's got a chance to cross, puts it in first time, decent ball in. Colchester haven't got enough players in the box. Mendy has hacked it out for a throw level edge of the area, left hand side. Well, unlike Colchester, unless Mendy dealt with it, he was in a dangerous position, yeah. but he found Roex. Well, it wasn't Roex, but he, he dealt with it very well. Yeah, Rule D did on that occasion, didn't it? <laughs> Jay again finding space well, neat little pass forwards, gets it back. Trying to pull the strings as McGeehan's. Looking to open play out, works her across to Reed in midfield and then over again onto the right hand side, is it? Ferry's made a great run, doesn't go that way. Agbo descent, the fullback, tucking in now into midfield. Wrexham really dropping off deep in midfield. Jay again just popping it around in front of that defence. Can they find a way through? Wrexham patience. Jay spreads it to the right hand side. Good ball to Ferry. McLean gives him space and allows him to room to get across in. He beats him and swings to the far post, goes behind, does it? Yeah, Jay can't keep it in. For me, though, we've got so many players back there. McLean's got to go. He can't just stand off him. And he never got within 10 yards of February there. He had all the time in the world to put the cross in. I, I, it was a poor, really. I think February had more time to, well, load all the time he wanted. And I'd be telling Colchester to really load for everybody with the ball because McLean's on a yellow. Yeah, make yeah. him make a dive. Yeah. 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 Run at him. Run at him. He's either not going to dive in or he's going to get himself sent off. We've all seen that Stockwell County have been falling apart. They've fallen up already against Dundee United. <laughs> Throwing to Colchester on a halfway line right hand side. <laughs> Notts County losing 2 0 at Harrogate is interesting. They're in a bit of a spiral lately, aren't they? As Oh, concentration's got to be on this though, because this is this is a proper test for Axon. It's Jay in the middle of the pitch. They've really taken the atmosphere out of this game, haven't they, Colchester? Mm. They, they, they play, they've got such a good game plan so far. February is going to take on McLean again. Agbo's going on the outside, doesn't use him. Again, Raxham just being patient, keeping this shape. Happy to drop the midfield off quite deep. Just wonder whether we need to show a bit more getting at Colchester as February leaves the ball off again for Agbo on the right and Wrexham again. Very patient, you've got to be so patient, your concentration will be spot on if you're going to try and get through a whole game like this. Though. Yeah. That James Jones argument, he's down there now actually warming up on, well he's not warming up, he's watching the game. He's fascinated too, Colchester again looking to work, little di diamonds on the right hand side. February risks losing it to Lee, but holds on to it. Taylor is offering width on the right now. Colchester looking to stretch us all the time. 
trying to create spaces, channels for players to run through. Agbo's making a run out on the right-hand side now. Ball played in by Taylor, wasn't a bad one, Fevy's back was turned to it. Intercepted well, and Pennant as well. Shows the foul off Taylor, not sure how much contact there was. Ooh, and his anger reaction will get Taylor a yellow. Yeah. I'm not sure it's much more than shoulder to shoulder, yeah. but nonetheless, his frenzied reaction, he's still having to go to the ref, and the fans are asking for a second yellow here. Mm. He's still, he's beaten butts. He's still going nuts, and Kelleher, very sensible, comes up half the length of the pitch and tells him, calm down, son, or you'll be in the changing room soon. Yeah. yeah. And he's already got him a yellow that he didn't need. Yeah. But well done, Fika Kelleher. Yeah. His captain didn't do anything, he was standing right next to him, but Kelleher ran half the length of the pitch. That's proper leadership, to be fair, isn't it? It is, it is. Long free kick then, McLean beaten in the air by Mitchell, Lee tries to crush it in, Dolby attacking it in the box, Kelleher does well to get there, Lido, wide well, to McLean, Wrexham in the Colchester half for a change, left the edge area, Lee decides to run at his man, goes outside, hits the goal line, pulls it back, McLean wins the throw in by the corner flag and Toza's is yeah. going to get up there and hurl this one in. You've got to use the toes to throw, it works so well. Yeah. And also on. take our time and make sure we make it pay. Well, he'll hurl it in. O'Connell was asking, should I go up or not? Yes, of course. Get up there. Let's have got Mendy and O'Connor back to deal with Taylor. Toza throwing 10 yards out left-hand side. Rex will win him 1-0, but down to 10 men. Hurls it in flat to the edge of the six-yard box. Helped on Bartley. Oh, just Rex and they beaten to McLean. It's it! Oh, unbelievably close. Glorious contact. The opposite of that shot earlier. Just by a whisker and wide the right post. I either bounced out or bounced in, unfortunately it bounced out. Mm. But again, Tosa's throw causing problems. Real flat, nasty one that. When it came back out, McLean on the volley. Great contact that, and just scraped the right post. Whew. This is fascinating. I wish it wasn't, I wish it was 4-0. <laughs> but yeah. it is fascinating. Mitchell. In midfield, Lee putting him under pressure. Remember, of course, because Evans got a straight red, that'll be three games out for now, just so we get our congested festive season going. And for something quite silly as well. Yeah. yeah. Callagher over the top, Toza against Taylor. Good strength by Toza, just forcing him off the pitch. You can see why Taylor's in double figures, though, can't you? He looks lively. He's having a bit of go with the re getting involved with Rexham fans. Only two minutes had in time. I can't believe that. Taylor was reaching into the crowd, was he then? I'm not quite sure what he was doing. He was cupping his ears at the crowd. Mm. Well, he's he's wound up. Mm. Maybe Colchester should be looking at him. Yeah. You know, we said about McLean getting carried away and should he be subbed? Well, Taylor's on the yellow as well now as Howard launches it long. Dolby being wrestled by Mitchell that time, refted and spotted, Mullen battling against two men, can't quite get there, Mendy has stepped up and that means the ball's played in behind, oh well done Cannon, ran it really well Cannon and plays the back pass, Mendy committed and Cannon had to cover that. Long clearance by Howard, Dolby against Kelleher, ball drops for loose, looking like a foul by Dolby, but he's got there, being the second man, he's got players getting into the box now, by the corner flag, Dolby may try and play for the corner, he's dispossessed in the end, uh, Wrexham are allowed to get out of the pitch though, and Cannon is there, right hand side, 20 yards out, down the line for Mendy, that's got too much on it, throwing, that's, shame that. That's frustrating, Yeah. when we do get chances like that, we've really got to keep the ball and make it happen. Fair play to Dolby, he battled like heck, didn't he then? Yeah, that was a brilliant play from Dolby. 
Mullen now pressing from the throw, fouls his man, clearly ref doesn't get it. And Chilvers now nutmegs Cannon, that's beautiful. He's got a big switch on here, February is screaming for it. Instead he plays a good ball inside, McGeehan's got men over here. Colchester in a dangerous position, February has got Agbo in the overlap and he's not looking at him. He's driving up McLean and he plays a nasty ball in the box, which is dealt with well by initially O'Connell and then by McLean putting out for the throw. He only had eyes for trying to put something in the goal mouth there, didn't he? It was a nasty yeah. ball in. Yeah, I thought Ferry might be in the better option because, you know, it's a nasty ball out, but he, in, but he did it with his outside of his foot, so it made it really quite tricky to create something with it. Short throw, Taylor tries to feed it into the box. Lee, deep in his own area, calm, but there's no one up there, and he has to get rid of it in the end. Puts it out for the throw, gets applause from the Wrexham fans. And that is half-time. The Wrexham fans applaud. He looks in control. And then we had a player sent off. Mm. Edit Lee's goal has given us the lead, but this has been an intriguing matchup, and it will be in the second half. Yeah, I suspect much of the same, much more sort of attack versus defence than Colchester really sort of keeping the ball in the sort of top third of a uh, half. It's going to be really hard, but heavens, I really built him up as well. I was disappointed with that. <laughs> it's just like. Well, the staff doesn't really, you know, he's yeah. got the experience, he, he certainly haven't done the first challenge, that second one was really uncalled for. Really silly challenges, you know, he's given the ref a decision there, and the second one, was the first one was ridiculous enough, but the second one was a, was a definite red card. I think the referee's done quite well at controlling this game, in all fairness. But this game's crying out for James Jones now for Exmouth. You know, we need that energy in midfield, but we will have to sacrifice some of our attacking options, I think. Yeah, if you take Dolby off and then leave Mullen up, because then you try and hold the ball in our back four or five and try and release Mullen on the ground, or do you take Dolby off and then... Uh, well, do you take Mullen off and then hope Dolby can hold it up? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Dolby's been battling really well on his own up there. Mm. My good feeling is that he'll end up being sacrificed after about an hour. Mm. The thing is, Mullen, you know, I mean, he's doing a good enough job back there, but you can't expect him to stand up that well when people are running at him. Mm. It's a tricky one for him. And then the other thing is, if we then an equaliser, we suddenly won't want, we'll, we definitely will want Mullen on the pitch. So, mm. well, it's fascinating. It is fascinating. We're still ahead. Yeah. And... You know, we have in the past done well under Parkinson with 10 men. We used to do brilliantly with Dean Keats under 10 men. Mm. And it's just a case of, well, let, let, let's see. What would you guys do? Would you would you make the changes or would you not? I think the first thing I'd do is pull McLean off and put Boyle on and go to a back four. But who, so who push plays? And then push O'Connor into the midfield. Who plays left back? Who's left back there? Mm, I suppose that's true. It's a, oh, Connor can play that, right? Mm. So it could be that, but I don't know. Uh, I, I think at the moment the defensive shape looks all right. Mm. It's just how do we get at them? Mm. And James Jones solves that problem, but it'll be the expense of a player who's doing a good job for us, Dolby, or a player who's doing a decent job for us, bowling out of position, and is useful to have here on the pitch in case we might just need that a bit of class to get a goal to, finish, to get us over the line today. So you can't take Mullen off at this level, can you, at all? Well, if, yeah, exactly. Uh, and why I mentioned Boyle is uh, he's warming up lots as well, so mm. I suspect he's fairly close to coming on, but you never know. Um, that's perhaps what I'd do by now, so I think I, I would take Dolby off and put James Jones on the, the wing first. The, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think through... Because you're right, I mean, Boyle was warming up straight away. Mm. Clearly, Parkson was thinking about him. Could it be Boyle into the centre of defence? 
which allows O'Connor to step up yeah. to replace Mullen in midfield. It's not saying Mullen comes off, but you know, then you've got O'Connor, who's a much more robust defensive player than Mullen in midfield, and he also has got the quality on the ball maybe to play it forwards for Mullen because with Mullen's on his own up front mm. O'Connor's a player who's got the composure to keep hold of the ball and play passes for his runs mm. the issue is though if Colchester get an early goal now you don't really want to change it do you as well, at all really as well so it's, it's a really tough game to manage this but Phil Parker's got a lot to think about yeah. Colchester have been the better side for the majority of this half. Oh, so You've got yeah. to give, give Wrexham an out somehow, and that, that's why I like yeah. keeping Mullen on, um, because he can pick the ball up in the, sort of on the halfway line and run at the defence, mm. and I think asking Dolby to hold it up and let, let people come to him is not going to work so well, so i definitely sacrifice Dolby. It's just a bit sad, I think he's had a good game. I think Dolby has been, yeah, I think he's done very well. Yeah. I just wonder, obviously, if you're going to knock it long, Dolby's more used than Mullin, although we all know Mullin can back in and cause problems to centre-backs. But I'm just thinking about if we have one player up front, you know, if, if, if Mullin's making the runs towards the corner flags, mm. and they've got players like O'Connor, Cannon in the middle of the pitch, and Lee, who can hit those runs, that might be a better option, and then Mullin can either hold it up, or do that Mullin thing he does, where he gets the ball 30 yards out on the wing, mm. runs inside, beats two players and kills it in the top corner, yeah. which is also quite handy in these situations. Yeah. I think Mullin is the better. unlocks a richer taste experience from barrels charred black by fire for notes of butterscotch, toasted oak and, ooh, moments like this. into broken taking matters into your own hands assembling big dreams from the small things never stopping until you find the right part at the right price that's the eBay way hello football fans this is a smart meter display. It helps you tackle energy usage, manage your spending, and keep you on target. Now that's a hat trick. Search Get a Smart Meter today. Vinicius Jr. and on to Bellingham. 
Jameson Black Barrel unlocks a richer taste experience from barrels charred black by fire for notes of butterscotch, toasted oak, and ooh, moments like this. We're trying to defend and see it out. 2 0, we lost. And then Mullen, of course, got sent off after half an hour at Maidenhead. Looks at Bryce Susanna, got sent off by mistake. And we were, we fought back brilliantly then. We were 2 0 down with nine men. Came back, got it to 2 2, and then conceded. But, oh, yeah, so I wouldn't say necessarily Barkson's got a consistent approach to it, but. He's generally not done badly when that player sent off. Yeah, and we're doing we're doing fine now. I think we're sticking in. We're, you know, we're digging our heels in. We are defending well, and it's 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 weird seeing Wrexham play like this, but we, we we've had to adapt. And it, it's it's going to be a, a massive task. And if we manage to, you know, keep our defensive shape and stay disciplined for whole, for the next 45 minutes, this will be a hell of a three points. We'll look back. We'll look back. Really happy on this, I think. Oh gosh, if we could do that, <laughs> we'd be really happy, wouldn't we? It'd be fantastic. But <clears throat> a long way to go here. Although I would say the coaches haven't created that many chances, so they they ought to feel a little concerned in the changing room as well. They they've got to do something different, do something better, I think, to exploit us. I just think they're lacking a big target man at the front. I think you know someone to stick the ball to. They are floating in crosses, but they're too high, and they you know they've got too decent strikers they look a bit as you said they do look a bit youthful and naive don't they yeah I think so and yeah they've not if every is the one and Taylor are the ones that feel they've got a little bit of cu cutting edge about them aren't they but there's something about them I think if, if they add a couple good quality players in January I think they could go on a run and, and end up being saved I think they're not too bad of a side well, I think they're big hope at the moment a fair bit behind them, Colchester scores the third from bottom. Because they've got three games in hand, mind, so they just need to see Forest Green squander those and then they'll feel a bit more comfortable. But yeah, it's been a horrible season for Colchester. Well, James Jones is coming on from the looks of things. Yeah. He's in his full kit and he's warming up. Makes sense, right? So, yeah, be interesting to see who, we'll, who we're going to be subbing off. Mm. Makes total sense, that to me. Just, just his energy, you know, he's going to be up and down, up and down. He'll take the game to them, but it's, it's a fascinating conundrum for Phil Parson to deal with, really is. And, well, that's what he gets paid the money for. Let's see, let's see what he can make of this. The, uh, just thinking on, on other matters, and of course, all through the first half, uh, Shay, Andy and I, we've been making gingerbread men of each other. Well, no, well, we should have done, shouldn't we? We should have yeah. taken advantage of that. Yeah, we've seen the skills of Jacob Mendy when it comes to gingerbread <laughs> men. And now we, we should have jumped onto that bandwagon. Yeah. Got it. Well, if any sketches of each other. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Okay, gingerbread sketches. I'll get I'll get Laura to make them. She's good at doing stuff like that. She can make a oh, gingerbread man. version of us. <laughs> oh. Well. Sounds like the train that the Colchester fans are supposed to be catching has been cancelled, which you can imagine the Wrexham fans were delighted by. Rail travel in Britain, only for the brave, only for the brave. Oh, Neil Williams is here. Do I remember him? No, I don't remember you at all. Oh, well. You feel better, Mark? I'll live, I'll live. They, um, 
we've all agreed to make um, gingerbread versions of each other during the second half, so I hope you're in on that. I've got the cooker with me. Fair enough. Well, a thumbnail sketch will do. I reckon. Fair enough, yeah. Well, looking on uh, our scratch as well. Gretsch Gretsch has got a, a new lucky shirt of etching for some football. Well, we need that lucky shirt today just to make sure that it goes right. Paul Bell saying not like not feeling like our best game despite the score. I think the, that matter of balance of protecting our goal while also trying to have a threat at the other end is the issue there, isn't it, with a man short? Yeah, I mean, we can't defend for another 45 minutes, I don't think. You know, it's, we're defending very deep at the moment. We need to come out a little bit. Um, whether Parker make a couple of changes, seeing that looks like James Jones is going to come on. He's he's got his shirt off or his top off down there. Yeah, it looks like that. Yeah, yeah. To, to, you know, both to the midfield. But yeah, I mean, everybody's just defending so deep at the moment. Mm. I mean, we can't do that for another 45 minutes. Anthony Phoenix agreeing with Andy, saying that McLean is the one who needs subbing. He's certainly after that yellow card. He needs to be careful. Yeah, we, we can't afford to have a second player sent off. Unfortunately, I didn't see yeah. George Evans' in second yellow, um, yeah. well, on the straight red, but I'm sure. Yeah. And then McLean to make a silly tackle down here was, mm. you know, just silly to get a booking for that as well. Yeah, certainly, I mean, we had some... Um, uh, it was a red. As far, we, haven't, we haven't got a monitor here, so we don't have replays, but we all thought it looked like a, a red. Uh, whether the ref could have chickened out and given the second yellow, which would have been one match suspension. But uh, so funny feeling we got the decision right, to be honest, and, and went for the straight res. But as um, Dean Rogers, uh, oh, no, Dave says, red cards screw up all prognostications. We've the three points today. Amazing how an easy game became so stressful. And that's true, though, we just need to dig in. No matter how we do it, yeah. we've just got to get the three points out of this. Yeah, we've done it so far. We've mm. done it for the last 20 minutes. We had caught them on the break, and we could have made the 2 0, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Apart from a couple of good saves by Howard earlier on in the game, they haven't really troubled us. Uh, defensively, we've been very good, mm. um, together with their poor execution and their poor finishing. That yeah. seems to have saved us a little bit, but uh, <laughs> you know, that can change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting to see yeah. exactly what we managed to pull out. Um, <laughs> here's a question from Kansas Rexham. Why are almost all the winter coats in the crowd that matches black? In the US, we have more variety team colours for coats. Yeah, I totally agree. Mine's red, so yeah, everybody else wears dark colours. It's supposed to make it look slimmer, but there we go. Make it look what? Slimmer. Oh, dark, really? Dark yeah. colours, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. yeah. Well, my, yeah. Uh, my vomit green coat, I don't know what that's supposed to do for me, but... <laughs> it looks like vomit. Well, quite so, I suppose uh, there is that, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you mentioned that, but it looked like James Jones was warming yeah. up without any warm-up gear on. That's right, yeah, yeah, so he'll be on, you assume, soon as Colchester are all back on. He could get out to restart, aren't they? I mean, start when mm. they finished off. Jarvis has said, thanks, we haven't, haven't got the monitor, but Jarvis saying 34% possession at home. Yeah, but... Again, it's, it's having nine, uh, ten men, isn't it? Plus the fact that I think we were quite happy to sit off goal chest to let them come to us and then do them on the break, and I think that would have led to a comfortable win, but ten men. Uh, everything's up in the air. James Jones is definitely on. Just yeah. to see. McLean's still up. Dolby's not there, is he, I think, is he? McLean is. So no, Dolby's off. Dolby's got off. Yeah. So it has to be, doesn't it? It makes sense, and now Mullen can make runs and not for himself. 
You know, we, we need to defend, we need to be careful, but we need that outlet as well. Not least because Colchester have got the leakiest defence in the division. And, you know, being on the back foot against them just doesn't seem like the smartest move. So there's the confirmation as the fourth official holds at the boards. Dolby off, Jones on. Dolby unlucky, he battled away manfully, but we have to manage the situation, don't we? Yeah, it's, it's the only sensible answer at the moment, I think. Yeah. So, this should be fascinating. Can Wrexham find more of an attacking thrust? And then you got the Parkinson gamble that normally comes in if things go a bit wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, he could switch to the four at the back and, and, and go at Colchester and that crew mm. game showed that we can do that with ten men. Mm. Yeah, but guys, we don't want that to happen. Oh, no. As we restart, headed away comfortably by Agbo. Wrexham now kicking towards the Stoke Cold Brew coffee end. Cannon squares. O'Connor, horrible. Mishit of the ball. Jay feeding it down the right-hand side. Toes is there, though. Tidies up nicely. Ships it forwards. Nice ball to Lee. Chester down nicely. And the ball over the left-hand Mullen. Down the left channel. Can he finish? He cuts inside. He's still a chance and 15 yards left front. Tight angle. Good save. Just wouldn't quite sit for him as McLean does well to win a corner. Just wouldn't quite sit for him in the end, would it? Yeah, but it just proves everything we were saying. Mullen's the outlet for us now, and that almost led to a goal. Absolutely. Great work by Wrexham as well in midfield to actually pass the ball forwards rather than just clear it. Mm. And the keeper made a really good save standing up to him. Here's McLean's corner now. Pulls it flat at the near post. That's cute. Uh, the return back heel. McLean wins another corner. Liam McLean just trying something cute, but to be fair, Lee's marker stuck tight to him and yeah. didn't make it easy. Not sure I would have gone for that, but hey-ho. Well, let's see what they do this time now. McLean, with everyone back defending for Colchester, signals, sweeps to the far post, O'Connor under that defender, flicks it away from him. Toza will let that run out of play so he can hurl it back in. 15 yards out, right-hand side, Toza, Cannon's offering short, but Toza has still got his back to the pitch, he's determined to hurl something in there, he's put two long throws already that have caused problems. Yeah, this way we're going to be in their box. Mm. Lee is making the run, being pulled all over the place, the throw comes, keepers coming into the crowd, can't get there, bolted on, and hacked away from under the bar. It was touched on towards a Mendy, brave header, Cannon can't quite get to it, but a miss hit, gives him a chance to get it, turns his man, beautiful play by Cannon, Toes on the right wing, only two men in the middle, Lindsay pass, threaded through to Cannon, Lee now 25 yards out, Keith McLean wants it wide, Lee's pass isn't the best for O'Connor, but he still threads a good ball to McLean, this is good from Wrexham, Lee now, 25 yards out, running at his man, cuts in, ball to Mullen, who stretches, nearly gets it back to him, McLean now, left-hand side, drives in the box, drills in across, it's blocked, and Colchester will pick that up before it goes out of play excellent start by Wrexham here driving Colchester back and now they're able to build from the back as Mitchell comes driving out of his penalty area squares it for Greenwich and Mendy interestingly is stepping up here uh, wing back stayed quite deep when after the red card yeah well, Jones a natural player to cover for him now on the right hand midfield. In fact, as the ball's on the other side of the pitch, Jones, I can see, just looking over his shoulder to make sure that Mendy had got back in position before actually taking up his position in midfield now as Colchester move it around. Kelleher on the halfway line. That's him again, mid-block, back line quite high. Midfield coming up more to engage Cannon and Lee. 
as Reed works it wide. Agbo. Everything came down the right for Colchester in the first half. Back inside, Reeves might try a shot here. He does well, blocked by Cannon. He got close to him. Now Mullen will chase this in the halfway line. Get the back to him. Smith helps him. He goes down. Is he fouled? Ref says no. And then plays advantage. Well, McLean's clearly not getting to that. And, well, I think he's given a... He's given a Wrexham free kick. But I think he, yeah, I think he played advantage. He's definitely yeah. play on first. And then he's dragged it back. I think he may have given two free kicks to Wrexham. <laughs> anyway, Wrexham have a free kick in midfield. And the fair, to be fair, then the referee, if he hadn't pulled it back, then he'd have done us a disservice because I didn't think McLean was really favourite to get to that loose ball after Mullen was fouled. Yeah. But he, he did pull it, it back. Before yeah. pull it back. Oh, McLean's wasted anyway. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's uh, really poor. Ball played short to him on the flank. Nobody's in the box. He stuck it straight down the keeper's throat. And Wrexham were giving the ball away cheaply. We don't really want to do that, do we? Not in this situation. No. Greenwich feeds it inside. When we get the ball, we've got to hang on to it and make the passes pay. Exactly so. Now here's McLean having to defend as once more Fevrier is moving down the right. He's got a great pace, burst past McLean. Pulls in the good cross too, but Jones is there. Hacks it away only as far as Agbo, 20 yards out. And he feeds it inside. Reed's been busy in midfield. Finds Jay. Poor first touch by Jay. He's got it now on the edge of the area. Goes wide again, Greenwich. Back to Jay. He plays a little one, well, give and go, should I say. The ball didn't go back to him. And again, Wrexham, good shape, just crowding on the edge of the area. Defence not getting too deep, and so the midfield helping him out, just forcing Colchester backwards. Fevre cuts in well there, though. Lee goes to ground, which gives very space. Again, Cannon with the block. And it ricochets to Mullen on his own up front. He holds the ball up, helps it on well to Mendy on the right. Mendy now, can he accelerate? It's Taylor coming back to trace him. Mullen's made a great run over the top. And it's frustrated the ball didn't come along. I think you've always got to understand why a player will protect the ball in this situation. But the scoop to Mullen was on. He broke down the right channel. Howard moving it on now. O'Connor. Good start to the second half by Wrexham as well. Stands the ball for Mullen, who's making that run. The two centre-backs getting Chivers way, they're lucky it didn't drop for Mullen, but now McLean's on the chase and it's going to be a goal kick, is it? Yeah. But I tell you what, it just shows work the Colchester defence. That's not the first time that the two centre-backs have gone for the same ball and got lucky. Yeah, they did get lucky there and also not give away a corner because yeah. you know, McLean was on it. But Wrexham was so much better in the start of this half. This is the best spot we've had in the game, isn't it? Yeah. To be fair. So here come Colchester once more, down the right-hand side. Greenwich wants the big switch. Agbo's seen him and plays it. Mendy's underneath it. And gets up and heads it away well. Jones is after this. Chilvers just beats him to it. Poor touch by Chilvers. Cannon again there to snap in a bit of tackle. And Mendy goes back to Howard. Big clearance. Mullen on his own. We're back into Kelleher. Kelleher, good strength. Both of them pulling each other's shirts. Ball drops loose, calm by O'Connell. Well done. Keith Lee. Now he turns and spreads it quickly to the left. McLean has got a run at Agbo if he wants to take him on. Fevrier comes back to cover. And Wrexham in midfield. Lee again typically turning out to win. And Wrexham builds in the centre of the pitch. O'Connor. It's got an option wide, McLean, and Connor's carried on. See, Rex much more progressive now. Parkinson told him, don't be so concerned about sitting back or Connor there, making a run to join the strikers in the box. Must have been a hack of a team talk at half-time, yeah. I think. Jones to Mendy, 30 yards out, digs in, does well, Mendy to hold on to the ball, the pressure. Gives it back to Jones. Rex, when they're keeping the ball, have more purpose looking about us. And are certainly 
looking to get at Colchester. Yeah, let Colchester do the running, let them do the work. Yeah. So, and the Wrexham crowd as well are louder as well. There's good ball down the line to Mendy. I tries to keep a little spin, doesn't quite pull it off. The crowd today, 9,746 with 665, the neighbour of the beast in the away end. So, Colchester coming forwards, Callan again with a good foot in, but Colchester will tackle once more, good tackle by O'Connell, but the ball spun out wide, scooped in towards the far post, nasty ball in, but nobody gets on the end of it. Core, a goal kick to Wrexham. Yeah, that was a great ball in. Mm. Dare I say, slightly disappointing away support because yeah. we've been getting such terrific away support in yeah. games here. I was saying to Shane for it's a long way to club in the you know, Essex. So oh, are yeah. They're not a hugely supported club, are they? So, mm -hmm. And they're not having the best of times, are they? Although, no. mm -hmm. I think those who have come will be very pleased with what they've seen so far, admittedly against 10 men. But they're showing a bit of fight as that come forwards and left out. Was McLean foul? Referee says no. Ooh. He managed to win a header and was chasing it into the box. And then made contact certainly of Mitchell. Whether it was a foul or not, good question. I think Parkinson was appealing to the fourth official that it was. Mm. Well, Chilvers chips and puts the ball out of play. McLean is still complaining. Lee tells him to calm down, actually. Mm. You can see him turn around and say, like, leave this, you're in a yellow, mate. He didn't give it. Colchester. Well, is it you, Andy, or Chair? I remember talking about them possibly needing a target man. And uh, they're warming one up now as Wrexham win a handball decision from a throw in. Because amongst the players who are preparing for Colchester is the big man John Akinde, very experienced. When Wrexham dropped down to the National League, he was playing in it for Ebbsfleet. Proper experienced striker who's played a lot around the low reaches of the Football League. He's coming back from injury. He'd be on sooner rather than later, you suspect, as Howard Long kick Mullen on his own back again to Kelleher, forces a false header, throws a Wrexham. 30 yards out, toes is coming. Looks a long way out to me, but... Might as well go for it a bit, I suppose. Well, there's certainly, I think that the Parkinson has got the message across. Mm. Let's not sit off for these guys, let's get at them and try and get another. Yeah. It's a long way out, this throw, but O'Connell and O'Connor are coming up. McLean and Mendy are going back to cover with Jones. It's a long way, plus the yards he's stolen to get there, I think. To be fair, yeah, he's done a good job of that. <laughs> he was not so far out, here he is now, slings it towards the head, six-yard box. O'Connell heads it on nicely into the goal mouth, headed clear, brave header by Cannon, but he puts it well wide. He was just fighting, I think, to win it in the edge of the area. Just rather than trouble keeping. Yeah, get something on it to stop the attack yeah. more than anything else. So, quick goal kick. Kelleher down the line. Greenwich around the corner, but Tozer again steps in. Now Mullen has a bunch of chase. Kelleher has led bounce. Mullen's hassling him and wins a throw in Tozer territory. Good work by Mullen. Yeah, but throws on, actually. Mendy looks alert to it, but the two players who were up with him, Jones and Mullen, didn't seem too interested. Tozer, oh, referee. The referee bucks Tozer a time wasting because he ran across to Parkinson to get some advice as he went to make the throw. He, he took a diversion, no doubt about that. I've got to say, he was he was running, and I think that's poor from the referee. You see all the time wasting that people allow 
that wasn't too much. No. Toza slings it in under the bar. Keeper can't come for that. Headed away to the edge of the box. The ball flicked away from Cannon before he can intervene. Mendy, good header. Cannon again now under pressure in midfield. Tackle comes in. Jones crunches in with the tackle. but slipped over the top. And Toza's got a chase here. Jay will get there first. Plays the through ball surely offside. No flag. Reed's edge of the area. Chance to choose eventually. The flag does go up. Well, thank goodness for that. It, it was, the best about it, but at least he got the right decision. Yeah, I think he was waiting for the ball to actually go through to him before he yeah. actually put his flag up. Annoys me so much, you know. If he's offside, he's offside. Don't wait to see what happens. Yeah. Well, not if not if he leaves it for another player. Yeah. But I, I would argue that he could have put it up earlier because he clearly was going to engage in play. Mm. You know, so yeah, he could have put his flag up earlier, but at least he got it right. Thank goodness. So kicks long, flicked on, but straight through to the keeper. 58th minute now, Wrexham still digging in, defending that, well I see digging in, that's unfair actually, Wrexham done well to put pressure on in the second half. Just keep it there Reds, that's all you mm. need to do. So yeah, Callagher moving it around in his own half, looking for options. Taylor's dropped off to offer. Maxim fans making good noise as Chilvers goes back to the keeper. Good shape by the ten men. And the coach has the fans are booing. <laughs> Here's Reed now again dropping off in midfield. Chilvers made a little run over the top, but instead Reed drives it forwards, works it wise. Heavy touch by Greenwich. Mendy mistake though. Greenwich drives on. Helps it on, shooting chance for Reed from 25 yards, helps it on instead to Jay, right channel, dinks it into the box, too much on that. McGeehan can't get to it, Howard easily deals with it. Wrexham again, we've got good shape and when Colchester are looking to play the killer passes, they're not finding much space to do so. The wind is getting up. Colchester are preparing a change. There's a massive kick by Howard and McLean's done well to nod that inside. Mullen, difficult ball to team. He's done well to find Lee. Lee on the left, McLean outside him. Mullen in the box, corner of the area. He likes to get in his right foot. He does, and he fakes it out. Goes back on his right again, under a lot of pressure. Back to O'Connor. McLean now over the edge of the area. Sweeps a nasty-looking cross in, but it's onto Mitchell's head. McLean can't challenge with the second ball as it's cleared. Taylor now after this. Tozer again steps in well. McLean. Trying to bring it forwards, it's done well, it's a good scrap for that with Agbo. Agbo's done brilliantly to come out with the ball though. Great run to O'Connor, slams the door shut. Now, can, what can he do? Left-hand side. So crowded on the left flank for Wrexham. Lee, outnumbered, unlucky, knocks it off O'Connor. Throws to Colchester, Lee complaining he was fouled. Maybe at a point. Looks like a double substitution coming from Colchester, or something. Akindi is going to come on, and Ellis... Yandolo is coming now back from injury as well. Another experienced player as O'Connell. Important intervention with Jane. And then a lovely little turn to get away from him. And Wrexham with James Jones. Good ball down the line now. Mendy turns. If he's on his left side, he'd probably feel confident to drive straight on. But he's done well to help it on. And Wrexham calmly switch it from right to left. And O'Connell O'Connor coming forwards. McLean demanding it. He takes over. O'Connor's gone on. This is much more like the normal Wrexham, even with 10 men. Yeah, it's exactly what I was going to say, Mark. It's so much better by Wrexham. Great run by McLean. O'Connor rolls it down the line for him. McLean wins the throw in him towards the territory. Yeah, we've just, we've just come at the man in the second half. Yeah. yeah. It's a different mentality, yeah. isn't it? 
I felt happy with the first half. I, I didn't see us conceding necessarily, but I think this is the better way to go about it. To ask questions of Colchester and Parkinson has done well as Toza is coming across to take the throw. And I think the, you know Colchester making the double substitution says something about this half. Exactly. Another throw to the near post, this time an easy header away by Keller. Brought down by Jones, lovely first time volley out to Toza in space. And he will now take on Fevrier, pulls it back. McLean first time cross to the far post, Mullen towards goal. Not enough strength on it, keeper holds onto it comfortably. And looks to deliver early, looking Way for Taylor. And he's got much too much on that, throwing to Wrexham, keeping their own half. That's right, they can do that all the time. Absolutely. Now, Yandolo and Akinde, I assume, will come on now. Phil Parkinson seems to be getting involved in the fourth official. He's telling him to... Well, I don't know, he's telling him to go away. He's in his, he's in his uh, coaching area. I'm not sure you can tell him to, really. Anyway, Greenwich will come off. He's doing very little impact on the right, on the left-hand side for Colchester. So he comes sprinting off. And Yandolo will come on. Straight swat. Except that Greenwich is like an inverted fullback, really, and although on his stronger side. And Jay is coming off, wow. Well, you can hear the booing from the Colchester fans. To me, Jay has been their best player by a distance. Yeah, he's been very good at ball carrying, causing chaos. Well, they're going to get. The, the Colchester fans are singing to Matty Effington, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Akinde, who is. He's not. He's not a unit. He's like. He's more of a sort of block of flanks. Yes. Comes on up front alongside Taylor. So changes shape for them. But if you're losing one 0 and you say put a big bloke, bloke yeah. up up front, that's probably what you've just done. You certainly have, haven't they? <laughs> so two up front now for Colchester. And at the moment, looks to be settling like a four-four-two. The Chilvers on the left-hand side, Fevrier on the right, Reed in the middle of McGeehan. But to be fair, Colchester going for it a bit, probably gives yeah. Wrexham a bit more space. Maybe so, yeah, as the throw's taken, Mitchell heads it away and the ball will go back to the keeper. Well, Callagher decides not to. Yandola gets his first touch, Mendy putting under pressure on the edge of his own area. It's driven clear and O'Connell ducks under that calmly. Awkward ball to control, but he's very in control of the situation. Stabs it out to O'Connor on the left, deep in his own half. McLean wants it wide. Ah, he knocks it over the top, but Mullen had just dropped off. Mullen applauds the idea, but he, he just dropped off to try and get the run on the centre-backs, and that was when the ball was played and didn't have a chance to get to it. So as it is, here's Reed now, and all those out wide on the left. Colchester switching it over to the right-hand side. Agbo just get, makes Rex some pause and just think different shape to deal with, where will the spaces be now, where will the... who will we have to pick up? Mr Balls works across again to the left-hand side of Colchester's midfield, Jandolo's got McGeehan in support, Reed's got spaces, Rex's midfield uh, being nudged back, but the ball out wide was a poor one, but just beyond McLean's reach, so a chance now for Agbo to deliver the cross, takes on McLean, drills it near post, straight at Howard. Mullins on his own up front, and Howard's been around the block enough times to know not to launch it now. Yeah, it's safety first approach. Yeah, 64th minute. Wrexham still 1 0 up. Just admiring the lovely sunset over the McLaughlin stand. You're a poet. Howard may have missed that, but he's found McLean on the halfway line. That's right, sight here, isn't it? Beautiful, beautiful red sunset. Beautiful temporary stand. Everything you want in the world. Toza thinking it over the top. Asking too much of Mendy, but he'll chase Yandolo, right. button the pressure. It's a great ball. 
and Zendolo steps over it, wants to get it cleared as well, knocks it down the line, and it's not kept in by Childers, through to Wrexham. Yeah, applause that, and I see why as well, he's catched Colchester, dug in that corner. Toes are belatedly going up, now he's being booked for time wasting, he's got to be careful. I, I think that was a very poor yellow for time wasting because he was running to take the throw, Parkinson called him across and he just changed course to go and speak to Parkinson but didn't check his stride, oh that's a cute quick short throw, Lee now right side of the box, chance to take on his man, cuts in, pulls it back, Cannon stands it to the far post, under hit that badly, but it's cleared back to Cannon, Cannon beats his man nicely on the edge of the area, squares it, held on by McLean to the left hand side, O'Connor's cross blocked, another chance for Tosa to take a throw, from by the corner flank. That was nice inventive play by Axon. Yeah, it was good movement from Lee to come across because you know, obviously Lee's focused on that one side, so it came across to the right. But you don't get booked. Yeah, as a <laughs> between faking to take the throw to Tulsa before leaving it for the skipper. Tulsa now standing back against the advertising hoardings. Skips in, throws it with more height to the near post. Keeper comes a long way and grabs it. He knew there was nobody in front of him, so he could sort of pour it down and grab it as it came back up again. He said, give him the keeper the benefit of that. And now here is Andolo. McGeehan feeding it out wide to the right-hand side. Cervé's got Agua outside him. Instead squares it into Reed and Rexham again of that familiar shape. Keeping it narrow, keeping it congested edge of the area. No, now that the space for Taylor here, who pulls it back, and all the poor cross, O'Connell does well to muscle Kindy out of the way and find Mullen, who goes down, claims he's fouled, ref doesn't give it. Ooh, and Jones can't win the ball back from Kelleher, who plays a good ball down the right, February now, hits the goal line, O'Connor tight to him, good tackle, and that came off, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. the man last, good defending by O'Connor. Trying to get well, um, not to get beaten, and then Ferry would have been in on the line. Yeah, did really, really well, didn't he, to... Get across quickly, close down the space. So, goal kick. Kansas Rexham, why is the ref examining the oncoming players he head to foot, front and back, looking for weapons? You never know. You uh, saw that. Um, it was a Greek Super League game where they only came on the pitch and had to go at the ref. There was a foul given against Rexham for the challenge in midfield. Um, but they usually check the studs, although to be fair, as I understand it, Mike the ref, where are you? We usually have, they usually do the stud checks in the changing room before and now. They always used to check as you came on. They're checking for jewellery, I suppose, you're not supposed to wear jewellery or anything that might damage them. There's a ball in towards Akindi is overhead and Howard is comfortably across to grab hold of it. Uh, I also think you're not allowed to chew gum anymore while playing. Aren't you? No. Wow. Can't bring, yeah. Can't wear, um, wear any clothes that you didn't pack yourself. <laughs> Howard taking his time. Long kick. Mullen in the air against Callagher, backing into him, and Callagher the stretch managed to poke it away. Rexham win it back. Jones quickly out to Mendy on the right, no real support. Back to Jones in midfield. A Callagher Mullen aerial challenge is getting quite fun. They're, I reckon they're just both fouling each other, yeah. and the ref can see that and just leaves it as Toza goes for a big diagonal for McLean and sticks it in the crowd. Yeah, I was going to say he's going for row D from there. Like yeah. that <laughs> That's our favourite row today, isn't it? Yeah. If you are in row D, of course, pop round to the club shop afterwards to pick up your prize. Yeah. We have selected you. <laughs> don't do that. Please don't do that. Yeah. Here's 
Colchester and building up from the back once more with Callagher. The Wrexham fans still making good sound. They're halfway through the second half. Wrexham 1-0 up. Yandola's made a run. He's gone far too soon. So McGeehan doesn't play him any switch as well. Working it across to Fevrier, running at McLean. Pulls it back. McGeehan is making the run, chipped in towards him. Well done. Toza gets ahead to it, pokes it partly away. Colchester again now. Chilvers edge of the day. Crowded in there. Works out Yandolo. Cuts in. Can he put, play a little give and go? Cannon reads the run well, but can't quite nip in to win the ball. So Colchester, good spell of pressure this. Chilvers to the far post. McLean in Bolton's header as it's been attacked by the centre back Adbo. And it comes back out wide. Reed again. Longest spell they've had, I say, Coach, really penning us then. He wants to go around the back, Lee gets a good foot in corner. But that was, the, that was to me, proving and looking more threatening than they have done yeah. previously. Short corner taken. Agbo gives it back, corner plus into the near post, and it ricochets loose cannon. Important stab clear. Mullen uses his body brilliantly, turns his man. He's got no support. He drives over the halfway line. He'll wait for McLean, who is ever, is bursting up and down his left flank. But he uses him as a decoy, cuts inside. And then does well to find Mendy and Wrexham and men forwards. Now, well played, Paul Mullen. Mendy yeah, has got Jones making a typical charge around the outside. Using him as a decoy. Wrexham happy to keep the ball on the edge of the box here. Lee helps it on. McLean finally gets the ball, sets himself, drills in the cross. Oh, it's a goal! Yes! Gets that crucial, crucial second goal. And huge credit to McLean. They didn't use him in that run. But then when they came back to him, he ripped it and he did what we've been suggesting. Just test and ask questions without defence. It's an own goal. It's a horrible own goal. Yeah. But I tell you what, McLean put it into that dangerous area and forced it. Yeah. Yeah, own goals are created by pressure. And yeah. that, that's exactly what happened there. It was a really good cross and it was going nowhere, to be honest, but he just lashes out at it and buries it in the corner. I was just thinking beforehand, you know, they're playing a dangerous game, coach. If they had everybody virtually up in the Wrexham box yeah. and they left it wide, wide open for us to run into. Yeah. I mean, I've got to say as well, I mean, I think it's Mitchell who scored this. Mm. Yeah. And it's got to be said that there's nobody in the six-yard box at all. Yeah. He just hasn't got a clue what's going on around him. And he just sliced it across the keeper in the bottom right corner. But credit for McLean for ripping balls into dangerous areas. Mm. And let's not forget, credit to Mullen for his brilliant work in bringing the ball away then to set up that attack. Mm. Superb. So, Colchester 2-0 down now against nine-man Raxon. They say football's a lot about vision, and Mitchell really should have known um, that there was nowhere around him. Absolutely, he's Taylor edge of the area now, right inside, goes outside, Toza gets across well, gets the foot in, deflects it for the corner. It's quite a lot, a lot of noise in the Colchester fans, he's talking about having uh, seats blocked off before. Yeah, they're certainly, the 2-0 Wrexham are taunting them, and there's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong happening, but there's a lot of atmosphere, shall we say, around the Colchester fans. Yeah, they are. Wrexham fans are loving this. So, corner to Colchester, right-hand side. In-swinger, under the bar, Howard does well to punch it down, he drops in the goal mouth. Well played, Howard, he smothers it. I mean, suspicious whether he was being fouled or not, because he couldn't get off the ground, but he managed to punch it over the play at the Colchester man's head. And it was grabbed hold of. It's getting a bit feisty in the Colchester. That's a great kick by Howard. Oh, I'm lucky. Yandolo's head is poor. Throws to Wrexham. Brilliant idea by Howard to try and release Mullen. Yeah, Wrexham going for the jugular now. Oh, the linesman's flag's broken. <laughs> well, 
the officials just wasting time for us. I mean, that's taking a yeah, lot more yeah, time. Yellow card. Yeah, too right. Taking a lot more time than Tosin did over that throwing. Short throw. Jones pops it back to Mendy, wins another throw. Yeah, Howard did so well to deal with that corner and then launched a great kick for Mullen. This didn't quite work out, but won this throw in, and Wrexham are now running the clock down. Second throw in that part of the pitch, not too many players up the pitch. Jones plays it back fast to Howard, the crowd are nervous, but it's always getting there. And Howard over the top, now Mullen will fight for this, and Gallagher, Gallagher's it partly clear, Jones clever, improvised the pass of his knee to Mendy on the right, Colchester are surging back. Mendy runs into a challenge, Chilvers comes away with the ball. Chilvers, though, is held up by Mendy. Switches in the end, good pass. Agbo's got Fevri ahead of him. 18 minutes left, Bretton 2 0 up against Colchester. Still hard work to be done. Cross comes in. O'Connell, good header clear. Now then, Lee early, looking for Mullen, great ball. Mullen on the left, no support, jogs up and Mitchell behind him. And he's holding her up, leaning into the centre back. Fans shouting for the foul. Oh, Mullen nearly. Plays a little sort of willy card donkey kick. There's a reference for you, for the kids out there. It doesn't quite work. It's a throw in. Was it a card then? No, I think he, he was like fiddling with his his belt. I think or whatever. It's spray. The, holes, the spray. Yeah. yeah. Ball over the top of the Taylor again. Massively overhead. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Howard. Do you remember the Willie Carr donkey kick, Neil? Never heard of it in my life before, Mark. Do you remember Willie Carr played for Coventry and Wolves? Red-headed midfielder, like running around a lot? No. This is, I'm not doing well either. <laughs> We're clean over the top now. Kelleher fouls Mullen off the ball and will get a yellow card. Mullen has stayed down. It was a good ball down and flanked by McLean. Mullen and Keller are a long way off it. Well, the referee thought it was deliberate. I mean, you've got to ask the question if somebody's going to kick somebody that far away from the ball, whether it's a red rather than yellow, but anyway. Mm -hmm. Hopefully Mullen's just milking the situation, looks like he is. Yeah, I think Mullen is just milking it. Mm -hmm. It's all right, wasted a couple of minutes as well, but I'm sure it'll be added on at the end. That's why I don't know why the ref was so wound up about time wasting for the throwing, which he went, mm. he said add it on at the end, so... I just, I just feel I don't mind refs giving yellows for time wasting. In fact, often I really like that. Having said that, Tozer was running. You know, he wasn't walking slowly. He was running, and we weren't wasting time. Even though we're down to ten men and winning, we've been trying to get a second goal. We haven't been doing that. So it was really poor reading of the game. Really. Anyway, free kick. McLean sweeps it in the box. Headed away well. But it'll come back to McLean after Taylor miscontrols it. Oh. Taylor, who's given the Wrexham fans grief, they're all cheering that poor touch. And Cannon will sensibly now go back to O'Connell, who will equally sensibly find Howard. Yeah, just it was just really poor reading of the game. Putting an, yeah. As Toza throws with a huge oh, switch, oh, just too yeah. much on it. Unlucky. Yeah. Yeah. Take it, O'Connell dropped in behind Toza at the play. That was a foul throw, ref. Wrexham screaming for a foul throw, not given. That was shocking. Parkinson's going nuts. Yeah. <laughs> even in this crowd, you can hear him from, from up here after the stand. To be fair, the ref wasn't even watching, so he yeah. couldn't. But it was an awful foul throw. They should have linesmen, these guys, to help them out. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah, if that's happening, then Landsman needs to step in, shouldn't they, really? Depends if he's one of those uh, refs who said, uh, I'll make all the decisions. True enough, true enough. Yandolo poking in towards Yandolo. I think this is a Kinde's first touch. Helps her on nicely, and Reed pokes it towards Yandolo. Rides Mendy's challenge, he's done well. Good tackle, that by Lee. He dives in the box, looking for a penalty. Yandolo, hell of a scramble. Wrexham get it away. And Jones launches it, and Mullen will chase this now. Mitchell should get there first, he does. Yeah. 
Gets it back to the keeper, Mullins still chasing. Yeah, I thought Yandola was not the best pass by Yandola. It's drawn McLean out, and Mitchell just about managed to get there first. Now can Colchester break? McLean sprinting back, busting the gut. Tremendous commitment, and he's back in position. Yeah. Well done. He had to get back, didn't he? Yeah. Agbo now squares it. A few fans around have spotted that, and they're giving him a, a smattering of applause. That was superb, that. Colchester still have it, but, yeah, McLean's commitment and the way he sprinted back 60 yards there, fantastic. Here now, Colchester still building on the right-hand side. February once more, cuts in again. Good Great block pass. again. Throwing by the corner at the halfway line. Will Boyle is warming up. <laughs> and, like, what happened now? Finally, <laughs> dove the hoarding, grabbed the ball, and then threw it down the line so he couldn't get the ball. All right. Everything's happening off the ball when I'm looking at something else. I'm watching Will Boyle and think, what's going on? Oh, man. Chilvers, poor touch, good tackle that by James Jones, that's what he's there for. And now Colchester starting at the back with Jones chasing and me and Mendy and Mullen now just trying to block Colchester off. Chilvers round the corner. Kelleher on the halfway line. Feeds it inside, Wrexham, the, the track, the net is good. Oh, right. oh that's a hard, the ref's not getting a foul. Jones was clattered there by McGeehan, who works it wide too heavily. Fevrier turns, Cannon is still down. Cannon, not Jones it was. Looked like a bad challenge, long-range shot well over. Wrexham are furious about that challenge, though, on Cannon. He's still down. That looked like a really late... I've got a tiny sort of... Um, that was terrible. ...stuttery replay. Let's see if we can make anything out from it. Cannon's going to get treatment. I'm just looking at it. Oh. Oh, well, the referee sort of blocks the view a bit on that replay. Wrexham bands. As you can hear, singing, you're not fit to referee. Yeah, that was a yellow card for um, Evans earlier on that. Sorry, red card. That was a red card as well. The thing is, he didn't give a foul. At all. No. At all. It's, it's a different angle, yeah. seen it. He's right there looking at it. Those who... Ooh. As you say, he's got linesman. It's a very hard tackle. The referee's literally five yards away with nobody in the way to stop him seeing it. And, well, I don't know. Colchester player comes up with the ball. I mean, I, there's another look at, oh no, that's just shot from the edge of the area. Um, I mean, I, I don't know, I, I, I want to see it. Like I said, we've got a, a very small stuttering replay, so I can't really see it very well, but he certainly went in very hard and possibly two-footed and yeah, Cannon's still getting treated. Definitely two-footed. Well... I don't think the rest made many friends in North Wales today. No. <laughs> Although the red card was reasonable enough, I've got to say. Yeah, I can't argue with the red card. Yeah. But as Neil says, if that's a red card, I think that needs a booking at least. Mm. We've got Boyle coming on now. No. So I did say we'd see Boyle, but it's interesting to know who's going to replace. Whether he could take O'Connell off. He's, you know, this is his first match coming back from uh, injury. Mm. He's taking Karen off, isn't he? Right, well, Boyle is ready. Cannon is limping, but he's walking off the pitch pretty much unaided. Let's see what this alteration will be. It is indeed, as you said, Neil O'Connell. Yeah. He did very well. Tremendous to have him back. So, Boyle on for O'Connell. Cannon looks like moving around okay and will be coming back on, it looks like. So, Boyle, now let's see what we do here. Straight swap. 
Mullins at the moment dropping off to join the midfield, and so Cannon will not be allowed. Yeah, we have to be down to nine men now because Cannon's been kicked in the leg. Yep. A standing rule change for me. I just don't, I can't wrap my head around the idea that if you get kicked, you have to stay off the pitch anyway. McLean leaps for the goal kick, can't get there. And this is this little moment here, we actually need to keep it tight, isn't it? Mullen in, in midfield. Nobody up front for Axum, just have to dig in here so Cannon's allowed back on. Ball's worked by Tiandolo. Crowd are complaining, but these are the rules now. Stupid rules. The Wrexham are being penalised for having the play being kicked. Colchester, finally Cannon comes on, and Colchester just passed the ball around in front of us as well, so... They did take the opportunity there. Yeah, you do, you do training sessions with a man over. And then you've got two men over and he don't, he don't risk the ball. He's knocked up now to Akinde, nods it down in a studied manner to Chilvers. Chance for the cross, Yandola plays in early, Boyle deals with it comfortably. Mendy scuffs his clearance, don't give Mullen no chance. And Kellina steps up from the back again, Yandola's got a chance to deliver from Wise, but Wrexham have got players over there and Colchester are looking not to waste the opportunity and are trying to work a nice position here to put something meaningful in. Andolo helps it on. Akinde out on the flank now. Pulls it back. Space now for the cross and Reed overheads it. McLean has no option as well in the end to head again to the corner. That sounds awkwardly. Yeah, safety first there I think. Yeah, totally, oh, totally agree. I was going to say before that run by Andolo when there was a scramble in the box, he made a, to my eyes on this side, the pitch a pretty uh, outrageous dive when Lee went to ground to tackle him. It was a good tackle by Lee. I wondered if the ref might take action and stop the attack, but didn't. It's an in-swinger anyway. Cool chest with big men lurking and pushing around the penalty spot. It's swept in, left-footed under the bar. Howard pours as it drops loose. Massive scramble under the bar. And it's gone out for a goal kick. Goal kick. Goal kick. That's two rugby-style scrambles we've had under the posts. I mean, the thing is, they're scary, but you rarely can see the goal from those situations because there's so many bodies in the way. Just keep your arms down, really, and make sure let the ball hit you. Yeah, exactly so. Colchester got another substitute ready, and I think Phil Parkinson is in trouble. The fourth official is pointing at him. The snitch. Yeah, they can. And Parkinson gets a yellow. Horses are all done to make their change. So... Fourth official is two billion years to say snitching on, uh, on Parkinson. That's so it, isn't it? He hasn't yeah. got his board anywhere near ready. Yeah. He hasn't even got his board. So now he starts checking the stu studs of the sub. Long clearance. Mullins being pulled all over the place. He's furious of that. He gets a decision yeah. belatedly. Free kick. Yeah, Jordan Davis or Luke Younger on there. They might have a go. Mullins roaring at the fans, geeing them up. He's mm -hmm. really fancy. Yeah. You know what a fighter he is. He loves this sort of thing. So. It's a free kick, <laughs> 30 yards out. I say about Young and Davis, I bet McLean might be thinking, Yeah, have I can go, it guys. have a go. You've got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose, and it'll waste a couple of minutes. Remember that John Rooney goal against Geisley, where he tried to smash it into the crowd and it dipped and went in? Mm -hmm. Here we go, McLean now, steps up, 
Floats it in instead, toes and nods it down, and the keeper saves the country. I think a defender might have just got a deflection on it. The player jumping at toes and he took the pace off that. Yeah. He's pulled quickly out to Yandolo. Raxham looking to stop him getting it forwards. He's looking with the pace of Taylor, and Howard's there easily. Again, you know, for a team that's so patient, they waste a lot of the ball launching it over the top they to yeah, overheads, don't they? Yeah, they? And it comes straight back at them yeah. and gives Wrexham a run. That's a fabulous looking ball towards Bolton, just too much. He'll chase the keeper. He was offside. There's a tight one. He was really looking to bend his run. It's Wrexham 2 0 up. Six and a half minutes left. McGee, it's McGee in the midfield. Reeds are alongside. Instead, McGee and Dries Ford still did not be able to bring their substitute on. As the ball's worked over to the right hand side. And again, that familiar shape Wrexham got. The back five defending the edge of the area. Midfielders sitting in front, not too much on their toes, and then Mullen waiting for the ball to be won back. And Colchester's moving it slowly across yeah, that, in front that, that of us. Idea, Jones then fights Chalmers, namely gets it back. Now then, Colchester trying the right. Agro works out wide to Fevrian on his left foot. Swings at a poor cross. Oh, Conomus hits it though. Mendy is alert, gets it away. Oh, Cannon does well to get a toe to that and it fights for the second ball. Reed holds him off. Cannon still trying to leash around and get the ball, but it's work wide. Yandolo has got support in Chilvers, but not much movement. He helps her on one. Lee steps out. And again, this is just Colchester, 20 yards out, right-hand side. Can they pull the goal back to make the closing minutes difficult? Agbo sweeps in another poor cross. Toza stabs it away. Lee backing into Agbo, wants the foul. Ref doesn't give it. Think he's right. Cannon thrashes it away, looking for Mullen, but doesn't get hold of it properly. And it will be a throw-in. This is where the Rex, in fact, needs to get behind the you know, last five minutes. Yeah, just let's see all these guys. Well, Brad Aeogian to replace Chilvers, who's come back from injury, the skipper. He threw his armband in the vague direction of Akinde, and Wrexham are bringing on Palmer, and also Jordan Davis. I don't know if I'd change it if I was Wrexham, but... I would think the same thing. Um, tired legs, I think, is the, yeah, maybe uh, the argument, but... But, yeah, I agree, it's... Mm. We've done well, haven't we? Especially second half, really done well. Kelleher working out wide. Ball fed down the flank. Yandolo and neat little first time give and go by McGee who doesn't get it back, it's helped back instead to Agbo, feeds it across to February, chance again to run at his man instead he stands up a high one, Howard coming only punches it partly, shot back in by Yandolo across the face and it's a goal kick that was a chance that wasn't it, that was yeah. a chance yeah. not only for Yandolo but also if it hit a defender yeah it went through a sea of players to get through there yeah. I was thinking was it a shot at goal or a cross back, at least a couple of yellow shirts should have been diving in at that Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Wrexham got away with it. Luck is on our side today, guys. Seems to be, doesn't it? Yeah. So here we are, 87th minute, and Paul Mullen will get a standing ovation, a superb shift by him. It'd be good if he hasn't scored, as always, but what a super shift he's put in. He's worked so hard, on his own up front in the second half, caused all sorts of problems, and lean. The other player to come off, who's really sat in. A bit, his heat map would be interesting. I bet it's the most defensive his, of his career. Yeah, both have had really good games. As you say, it can only be for tired legs. Yeah. To switch it around a bit. Give them something else to think about. So, fresh legs up front, fresh legs in midfield. 
You've got three minutes plus added time. I question whether I've done that or not, but hey ho. I think there'll be a fair amount of added time, not least because this bloke bucks Toza for running to take a throw. As ooh, Mitchell left his back pass late, and Palmer nearly nicked it from him. But Colchester again passed away out from the back. Oh, not for very long. Mitchell ball pass Perfect. puts out a play. Perfect. You, you got that quite right. Passed out. <laughs> it's a throw to Rexman, 30 yards out. Not to count losing 3-1 now, by the way. Stop all really this. well, though, aren't they? Yeah, don't worry about them. No. They'll get theirs. Cannon miss hits a pass down the line, slices it out of play. There'll be a throw which the coach is taking eternity over. That is a foul throw. And again, the ref doesn't see it. Yes. Wow. That was poor. <laughs> that, was, that was better than the last one. <laughs> that was mad all round, wasn't it? Ball spread to Andolo. Akinde once is slotted ahead of him, but instead Andolo comes inside and there's been a bit too much dwelling on the ball, not playing the balls at the appropriate time from Colchester. And that's a big part of why he's not been able to break Wrexham down. Here's Agbo now, and ball's pulled backwards. Chance maybe for Reed 25 yards out to change the angle, helps it across Yandolo. But again, Wrexham shift across, cross comes out, it's a good ball, free header, great save by Howard, rebound is in! And Colchester are given some hope. Poor defending, having defended so well. The first cross came in, Akinde's effort, brilliantly saved by Howard, and he's furious in his defence. Mm. Nobody covered, and I think it was February at the far post, he followed in and slashed it home. Yeah. Well. Different That's tone now. Mm. Different tone. I really wouldn't have done that change, Mr. Parkinson. Well, Wrexham, they will sign in a minute how long is going to be added on. Mm. What a wonderful save it was by Howard. He was livid it and was. lightly. Fantastic save by him. So, game on. Well, not long. Palmer can't quite help it on. McLean fighting. Smashed into midfield. Cannon nods it on for Palmer. Good ball. Palmer isolated up front, though, is tackled. And now Colchester. Wrexham just trying to pen him in with three mil. Cannon, that's a great tackle. Now, a chance for a break. Jones, edge of the area, beats his man. Drills it. Great block, that. Superb block. Jones drove to left to right and then tried to drive it back inside. And it was a fabulous block. Davis is brilliant to come back and wins a free kick. But the ref plays a good advantage. Cannon now. Hasn't got that many ahead of him, actually, and he slows it down for a bit. He may go to the corner flag, he runs into trouble in the end. And Cannon, who's done very well today, didn't have much of a picture in his head there for that. <laughs> now then, here come Colchester again. Good tackle to win it back. It's seven, seven minutes. Seven minutes. Where did he get that? Palmer wins it. Goes past one, can't get past Kelleher, though. Well, well. I'm not surprised. I thought it was going to be a big number. Where from, though? Yeah, I didn't see that much. No. Gosh, seven minutes. Is it all that time wasting Wrexham did when trying to score a second goal? Yeah, I think so. I mean, <laughs> and the time it took the yellow card out to book yeah. and Marble. James Jones cuts things up. Go on. Now Wrexham driving forwards. Well, I say driving, O'Connell kind of waits and then scoops on top of the pace of Mendy on the right. He's got two players in the box. Kelleher gets across well, though. Yeah. Runs it out for the goal kick. Just too much on it, yeah. Yeah. 
taken short and the ball fed over to the right still got messages for that because that cancelled train for the poor Colchester fans yeah 17 20 or walk <laughs> it's a long walk to Essex <laughs> and then big switch is a good one to Yandolo left hand side James Jones going back and all across him good header away off balance by Boyle Cannon gets there that's a poor pass looking to help her on to Palmer and now Colchester had the ball back cheaply Yandolo again suddenly it's tense Yandolo tries to poke it in the box Boyle goes to the ground good tackle throw in over the edge of the area and Yandolo sprinting to take it this is going to be a long six minutes. Yeah, it certainly is. So, the throw will be taken by Andolo. Short, Reed gives it back to him. Andolo crosses it in and the ball bouncing around. Cannon will have it. Cannon brings it clear. Not much ahead of him. He chips it over the left-hand side looking for McLean. Chasing there with Kelleher. And, whoo, Kelleher got there first. McLean bounced off him. Referee has given Rexler for throw. Well done, McLean. Yeah, fair play to him. He's worked very, very hard, hasn't he? Yeah. Terrific energy. So he takes the throw eventually. Palms head and hold it in the corner here. Yeah. So McLean needs to watch uh, time wasting again. He's still got it in his hands. Throws down the line to Palmer, beaten in the air. McLean gets it back up and he's holding off his man. Digs it in, that's a good ball to Palmer. Man tight on it, Palmer rides his challenge, does really well, driving on the goal line. It's a goal kick. Oh, corner given. I thought the tackle had knocked it off, Palmer, but Rexham will take that. So Two and a half minutes gone, to be fair to Palmer, he's really trying to run at people and, and cause problems with those centre backs. Rexham is sending the centre backs up for this. McLean yeah. is taking it. He can't knock Parkinson for boldness. Yeah. Whether I've gone short and waste some time, I don't know. Let's see as McLean swings it in. Nasty looking ball that it ricochets around. Boyle was the target, but now Colchester can break here. Cannon's gone down off the ball. Davis takes his man down. He says he played the ball, but the ref gives him a yellow. Davis is livid. I thought he got man and ball, and the referee's right to. He was looking to stop the attack, surely. Yeah. I think the ref got that right himself. Mm -hmm. I think Jordan Davis knew exactly what he was doing. Boyle was having his shirt pulled quite a lot in the box as he attacked that, but he didn't complain, so yeah. I'm you know, willing to accept that if he's happy with it, okay. How many yellows have we had now? One, two, three, four yellows, oh, right. plus a yellow and a red for Evans, plus a yellow for Parkinson. <laughs> I don't feel we've been that sort of team today, if I'm perfectly honest, but hey. Colchester coming forward again, and Yandolo cutting inside and then decides to turn away from the box. Why? And now he's boxed in by two men. He wins a throw. There's been a lot happening, Colchester, though. Mm. Throw and taken towards the near post. That's a nice idea for the subject. Yeah, Ben. Rexham claim has gone out. Linesman's flag doesn't go off. Good tackle by McLean, who tracks him across the pitch. Corner. Colchester with three minutes of added time left. Get the throw right options in. on, and it's played. Reed in space. Swings it across. Howard comes, punches well, because Boyle was on his way, but it comes back in again and goes wide. Oh, wow, that was a, a bit of a scramble, likely. Yeah. It was keeper's ball, that for me. Mm. He had to punch it because Boyle was jumping in front of it. Didn't get much on the punch. No. Wrexham survive. Two and a half minutes left now. Mm. This peculiar game. And the red cards really affected it massively. As Howard now hits the right-footed goal kick. 
looking down the left flank for McLean. It's headed away for a full direction by Fabrier. That will do us. Yeah, we need to just keep the ball down in their half, I think. Totally. Just run this clock down. Mm. Toza will take this. Joins the ball in his shirt. Steps over the halfway line. Hurls at a distance towards Davis. Can't win it, but the second ball is won by McLean. Nods it down to Jones. Feeds to the edge of the area. Davis as well to help that on. Was he fouled? No. It's cleared. Cannon looks to go right. Maybe he should have done. There's not much to his left. So he plays it back in the end to Howard's Kept his head there. He picked the wrong option at first. Paul Howard's found Jones. He tried to flick it on for McLean. Can't quite find him. McLean, understandably, was more interested in getting back into position yeah. because we've now got 90 seconds left. And Wrexham just needs to see this out. Wow. Yeah. This has been interesting times. Long ball forwards, Boyle underneath it. Akinde beats him in the air, but that goes straight to Howard, who lets it bounce and then grabs hold of it. There's the old Josh Miebe, drops on the four. Doesn't waste that much time, but hey, it's the thought that counts. Long towards Palmer, I think. Now it's not going to reach that anytime soon, or a minute left of the added seven. This has been a real battle for Axum. Massive kick. Ooh, he's just put that straight into the crowd. It's wasted time, I guess. Mm. Especially as the Axum fan throws on a replacement ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, put it the original ball, should I say? Coaches are ready to throw the replacements. E even when they're, they're putting the ball off the pitch, because they're going to get out the pitch, they still knock it square gently. Mm. <laughs> you know. Here they come again then, last chance surely, McGeehan squares it to Reed, who's worked ever so hard for Colchester. 26 seconds left, Yandolo, back inside, naturally there's space in midfield, although James Jones typically chasing, causes Reed to go backwards. Mitchell across to the right, Colchester trying to fashion that last chance to play a ball into the area. Fevier says, I'm just knocking it in there. Swings it in, Boyle wins a good header, Yandolo, chance to hit this, does so, puts it over. Well done, Boyle. He dealt with Akinde well there. And that shot was never looking to trouble Howard. We've had the seven minutes. The ref looking at his watch. Akinde retrieves the ball. Excellent fans whistling like crazy. Reed complaining about the holdup of the replacement ball and saying, Morning's ready on. Listen to these Wrexham fans. They've got behind this team. And Wrexham are nearly home. Howard hits it long. Ref's not looking at his watch. Palmer jumps. A loose ball drops out for a throw to Wrexham. And that is the final whistle. And you hear that cheer. There's relief mixed in with it, obviously. Wrexham had to battle. But then, to be fair, we were down to 10 men in the first half. And we still managed to dig in. Lee scored the early goal. It looked comfortable at that point. But goodness me, George Evans' red card in the 26th minute made everything a bit difficult. Wrexham were too defensive in the first half, and it looked like they could get picked off. Colchester just didn't have the quality going forwards or the bravery to put those balls into the area. And in the second half, Wrexham came out much more aggressive. We're the better team. McLean's cross was sliced horribly into his own net by Mitchell to make it 2-0. But a late goal back by Colchester just made things a bit tricky as we played out seven minutes of added time. However, ultimately, needed a lot of grit and a lot of heart and a lot of commitment. And Wrexham showed all of those qualities and win 2-1. Yeah, it's very hard to argue with any of that. I think George Evans needs to look at himself and look at those challenges. But fair play to Wrexham.
excellently dug in and got the extra goal in the second half, and I think that's the important one. Yeah. The pressure caused it. It was a horrible own goal, but yeah, it's the pressure making it. And if the Colchester player knew what was around him, he would have let it run out instead of he just threw himself at it and killed it into the corner. Yeah, I think a tremendous performance in the second half. Rexham came out on the front foot, you know, down to 10 men for the majority of the game. Uh, put a great shift in the second half. Unlucky to, you know, to have that goal scored against us in, in, in added time. A fantastic performance, and they have to dig in deep. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in the first half, maybe we were a bit passive with 10 men. We allowed Colchester to have the ball, if not to to create many chances. The second half, though, was a real demonstration, at least the first 20, 25 minutes, of how you, we have got the firepower to just take the game to the other side. I think Barkson uses half-time well just to remind the players that getting in the front foot was the best way forwards. Yeah. And Mullen playing up front was so much different. He looked all at seeing that right midfield position. Uh, he didn't know what to do, really, but when he was playing up front for the second half, those first 25 minutes, he was just on it. It just shows the quality of this squad, you know, the resiliency. We were up against, up against it in the first half, and too fair to call Chester. They give us a really tough game today. But the quality we have on that pitch, the second goal killed it off. Yes, Colchester Chester got one back and made it tricky towards the end, but what a professional, hard performance by this very good Wrexham side. Yeah, absolutely. Just looking at the scores as well, and then... Uh, They've not been bad for Exxon Ivan, Notts County losing, and Accrington getting a late goal, it looks like Accru to, to come level. I won't mention Stockport County scoring eight goals, but you know, apart <laughs> from that, everything's just fine. Um, man of the match, there were a lot of battling performances and some very good performances of quality on top of that as well. Yeah, I think McLean's got to be in there, James Jones, Mullen for some of his running, Lee even for getting involved in it. It's quite difficult, there were four or five that I thought were really good, but nobody really outstanding. Well, I've, you've not mentioned the two in my mind, so there must have been a lot of good performances as well. I, I, thought, I thought Cannon was excellent. I, I was yeah. thinking Cannon did really well in the middle yeah. of the pitch, and Mendy as well, just mm. just energy, just the way he was working up, no problems on his side defensively. Um, Cannon, I think it would be my call, though, to be I, honest. I was, was going to say Cannon. Yeah. Uh, I could, yeah, I've forgotten Cannon, actually, to be fair. <laughs> yes, he's had a very good game. I'm quite happy with Cannon. It's 2-1, mate. Anyway, you're, out, you're outscored. <laughs> Away players of the match don't count double. Oh. But yeah, Cannon was terrific from the start, wasn't he? He was front foot, winning balls, making challenges, carrying the ball forwards intelligently, looking to use the ball well, but he didn't have options ahead of him when we're down to 10 men. I just thought all round, Cannon was very, very impressive. He did well protecting the defence as well, didn't yeah. he, which, you know, is George Evans' role when he came on at Elliot Lee. You know, the, the two midfield, especially in the first half, worked really, really hard. So, yeah, for me, Cannon was man of the match. I thought he was excellent. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, shame for Howards that his worldy save led to the rebound being scored. I, I because think, that was Howard, I think Howards played really well today yeah. as well. Really solid. Made a couple of good saves, a couple of sharp ones as well. Dealt with a lot of balls into the box when he had to in the crowd. Yeah, good stuff. That was, that was pleasing, that wasn't it? Ultimately, it was, it was a battle. I did say it'd be a comfortable win for Wrexham, didn't I? It was there. Yeah. <laughs> and you were wrong. <laughs> but it was a win for Wrexham, and that's all that matters, isn't it, really? Yeah, we go on to the next match. Exactly. Uh, well, Wrexham will be relieved and proud, I think, to have uh, dealt with such a tricky situation with George Evans' early red card. Goal from Elliot Lee and a known goal by Mitchell, giving Wrexham the victory, but uh, yeah, we'll take that, certainly. With the final score of Wrexham 2, Colchester United 1, leaving Mark Griffiths, Che Long and Andy Parkinson. 
from Wrexham AFC.